I'll just leave it. I don't know where it's <laughs> Hey, folks. Welcome back to yet another episode of Snooze and Booze. Uh, this intro is joined by uh, by Loaf, our producer slash co-host slash cousin Loaf. Loafy the beard. <laughs> yo, yo, what's going on, guys? Uh, th- what, um, this this is a special episode because we had um, Moises Darden. Is Moises, that yeah, Darden. Yeah. Uh, we a returning guest, and we had a lot of fun talking to him. This was really good. I like this episode. That was a good it was one. really good. But the reason it's special is because it's actually our one year anniversary. Uh, the first time we ever recorded was in this week of May, May twenty seventh, specifically. But th- this week, so by the time this comes out, it's gonna it's gonna be this is the one year anniversary. We've been doing this for officially a year, right. all that stuff. So we got something special for you guys. We're actually gonna add the very first episode of Snooze and Booze. We're gonna add it to the uh, to the end of this um, to episode sixty six, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's not available on iTunes, so I'm not sure if you're aware of that, but on iTunes, it, it starts at 2, and mm-hmm. then goes all the way up to... Way. Um, so, you know, for whatever reason, uh, we're going to add it to this one, and then we, you'll have it official. Uh, it was funny because, um, like, as I'm listening to it, it really did set the template or the format for what the show has become. Right, right. You know, we, I mean, we didn't even have an intro back then, or we didn't even know what to call the show. We just but, got a wing in it. Yeah, but, but, but the things we covered, fucking movies, religion, politics... Um, uh, bullshit, you know, 90s bull. You know, it really, really like, oh shit, like we're, you know, so it really is that fucking format we're the following. The genesis of everything that we are now. Oh, you know what? Speaking yeah. of genesis, the origin of your name comes up in it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, nice. you tell how your name comes about. And I have had a couple people ask me, like, what, what, what's slow? Why is it? Oh, really? Just slow for what? Oh, man, I've got that like forever, man. <laughs> oh, now it'll be officially out there, you know? So I'll just like refer them to the podcast that they will. Yeah, episode know. 66. <laughs> I'm tired of telling that story, guys. Come on, man. <laughs> you know, it was funny because. Uh, when we first started, like for the first month or so, it was only available on the Potomatic Network. Oh, right, and that's right. where only you could only find episode one. And um, I, I think maybe, especially the early stage, maybe like half a dozen people have even heard that episode. Oh, so okay. this is, I thought this would be kind of cool, you know, uh, now that we have a little Just bit get bigger fan there. base. Yeah, get yeah, it definitely, out there. definitely. Out there. Yeah. Uh, what do we talk about with noises on the? Let's see, uh, MMA uh, movies. Uh, let's see, what else did we talk about? Uh, talk about the road trips, traveling. Oh, yeah, that's what, he was part of that one. We were talking about a few episodes ago with the Arizona trip you took. Yeah, uh, Grand Canyon. Yeah. Uh, the movie thing. Okay, that's actually, that brings me to the uh, the X-Men thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, we are, because we got, I got asked if we're going to cover the Civil War, do a Civil War review like oh, okay. we did BVS. And we are, we are going to do, um, but we, what we're doing, we're going to wait for, we're going to have Eric and Rick from the Spin That Back YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. We're going to have them on, and but we're going to do it after Days, I, mean, I was going to say uh, Days of Future, Future Past. Past. After Apocalypse, X-Men Apocalypse came out, so we can do a double Marvel Fox crossover thing. Yeah, so yeah, we can yeah. do a double review of Civil War and uh, and uh, and X Men. I think it'll be interesting. I really yeah, want to talk about X Men because I keep hearing mixed reviews. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh shit, this is gonna be another one where like who likes it? And I and I I don't know. I, you know, I don't know how it's gonna be. I, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna like it I, just because you know me and you definitely have way more open arms than when we go to films. We're, we're more accepting of thing of, of flaws, I guess. You could right. Say. Right. Uh, but I'm really interested to see Eric and Rick's point of view on how the movie came out. Should be good, man. Yeah, I hope I hope we I hope we argue. <laughs> it's always way more funner when <laughs> when we disagree on things. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We get uh, two different ideologies. See who comes out on top, you know. You yeah. Know. Oh no, I don't. I just like yeah. I just like the I just like the the battle. I don't I don't even care who wins or loses. I just like that battle. <laughs> who has a better argument, basically? Yeah. Uh, we got a review, man. We got another review. Oh, yeah, nice. And it's nice. another five star, so fucking thank you so much for that. I want to read it out. I'm not even sure who this is, but uh, he comes out as Thelonious99. Already, that's... Oh, really Thelonious Monk. Yes, exactly. Thelonious Monk, as for some of you may know that he's my favorite jazz uh, artist. 
but yeah, Thelonious99, uh, this was posted May 12, 2016. So he says, listen to the podcast and it's really good. It flows so naturally and I'm going to download all of them. Get on this because it's a great podcast. Man, I that, man, I appreciate it, right? Thank you. Thelonious99, props, man. Thank you very much for that for that review. Uh, you know, anybody at home, if you have if you are on the iTunes, please leave us a review. It helps out the show, helps out the ratings on the podcast, and it helps us get us out there. I really, we really would appreciate that. And yeah, like I don't know, I mean, I'm not sure who he is. I don't, you know, he just left the review out of nowhere. You know, it's not like we're we're he asking. came back from the dead and left the review. And oh, the the, specifically Thelonious99. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. you know what that reminds me of? Uh, Anarchy99. Are you, do you remember Triple uh, X or? Oh, from wrestling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Diesel, that's what that reminded me of, and that would be so cool if there was like a cult group of badasses called Thelonious Ninety Nine, where they're they're trying to take over the world and forcing everybody to listen to jazz music or something like that. Oh, no, man, like the Crazy Eighty Eight. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Uh, yeah, man. So once again, I appreciate that. Appreciate the review you left us. I appreciate the five stars. And even if, if even if you don't like the show, if you want to leave us a one star, fuck it, man. Just uh, actually don't don't no. don't, leave, <laughs> don't leave us a review, please. Uh, uh, anything, anything else for you, Louis? How was your weekend, man? Uh, uh, pretty uneventful. Other than a Friday night, went out. Um, just kind of hung out at home, watched movies. Yeah. Would you catch up on anything, or just re saw? Okay. Uh, just rewatched if I just ordered a couple of movies the other day. And, oh, what'd you what'd you uh, watch? Uh, I watched 500 Days of Summer. Oh, that's always a good one. Ordered Eternal Sunshine and uh, well, another on Blu-ray. Good. Oh, you must be in a certain mood then. <laughs> for, for those are very similar theme films. Because you know, like, you go to one movie and then it has like the similar. If you like this, related to this, yeah. I was like, hey, I don't have that one yet. Uh, and, like the. The Amazon Prime deals, like it gives you like discounts and like little things here. Yeah, there, yeah, know? I yeah I have the same. Yeah. So I'm like, man, for that bundle, fuck it, thirty six bucks, I get three Blu-rays. Why yeah, uh, Eternal Sunshine is one of those that um. Well, I always, you know, Charlie Kaufman for a long time was my favorite writer director. Right. Oh, wait, have you seen uh, was it Anomalisa yet? No, no, no. That's no, his no. latest film. I really, I need to get on it. I really, really want to yeah, see that Yeah, same. Good but uh, Charlie Kaufman, who wrote Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, he has this um, man. He almost writes like. He's writing a cartoon. It's hmm. you know what I'm saying. Like it's it's it just like a it's it's definitely work for the producer and the director when it's like man how the fuck do we bring this into life or you know what I mean but, yeah 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 but it's so I'm I'm a, I'm just such a he, he, the, the the creativity behind his mind right it's very it, you know it's out yeah. there it's beyond anything you know I don't know who else is like that yeah it's not traditional it's like you know it's like you know live it's a movie but you know it has this imagination where it's just like almost like you would expect the flexibility of a cartoon you know he also did for everybody uh being John Malkovich uh adaptation my personal favorite one adaptation and uh, uh confessions of a serial killer like mm. these are the films he's written and of course eternal sunshine of spotless mind and uh, yeah we were saying you're, you're continuing on for oh no um it's just uh the way like uh like in cartoons for example you know they can it might be like a kind of just like an average situation whatever two people talking about you know whatever the hell but yeah. you know then they have the ability to just kind of like go off on all these tangents uh-huh. and very fantasy-esque you know and yeah then just kind of come back to normal just like that uh he has the ability to do that but you know you know, live, you know, without, uh, it's not like CGI necessarily or anything. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just, you know, yeah, like you said, the director just trying to, you know, figure out a way to pull it off, and uh, sure enough, they did. And they, and each time it's something special, man. I, he hasn't let me down yet. Each one of his films has been like, man, wow, I can't believe someone like this is making movies like that, you know? Yeah. Love he, it, love it. He did uh, Being John Malkovich also, right? Yeah, yeah, I mentioned that, yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. Okay, before we go into an actual whole new episode, because oh, yeah, I just right. realized, like, oh, no, like, I could go on. This. <laughs> um, we're going to get right there. And, uh, yeah, so please enjoy episode 66 of Snooze and Booze. 
Hey, alright, so Lil, how was, uh, how you doing, dude? How's your day? Uh, it's cool, man. Just glad for it to be Friday. Yeah, I know. It w- this week actually went by pretty quick for me. Yeah, it was actually week? really quick. Do you, do you think that's, like, uh, indiv- do you think that's, a like, a mass thing or an individual for someone, the week goes by a slow, and but or does some, for sometimes the weeks go by pretty quick or what? Uh, yeah, I guess it just depends on the week, you know. Sometimes they tend to drag, but I think a lot of it's like uh, there's like a collective feel. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, the collective because for some reason, whenever it feels like it drags on, like yeah, right. Even though uh, the person has a complete different job or complete different life, right. And then, or well, like I said, even now, I mean, you, uh, you know, it felt quick, and you and you felt the same way. What's up with that? What do you think of this? Um, I don't know. It's um. I wouldn't even know how to explain it. It's just like this kind of like collective feel where, I don't know, maybe it's just like this underlying, like you want to have like a commonality with everybody or something. Well, that's a real thing they say. They say like collective um, consciousness. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly what it is. And they they tested it with crossword puzzles or certain theory or actually it's been with inventions. They've they've had that. the That's when the theory first arose. Like, you know how um, I forgot who was the real guy who invented the light bulb. But then, like, right after he did it, within, like, days or weeks, that same uh, – three different people invented that same light bulb. And then, of course, you know, Edison patented and right. kind of, you know, he's more of a businessman. You know, we know now he's more of a businessman than he was an uh, inventor or scientist. So he, he stole a lot of patents or bought a lot of patents for cheap, that kind of thing. Something like that, yeah. Something like that, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyways, but, but yeah, yeah. He, it, that was one of those things that was uh, – a. And, like, everybody came up with the same idea around the same time. Like, once one person uh, thinks of an idea or think, or solves a solution, everybody else in different parts of the world or different parts of America uh, comes up with that same solution. And, and they think it's some kind of collect. Once it's out in the ether world, uh, the somebody picks it up. Brainwaves pick it up. Whatever yeah, they yeah. call it. Uh-huh. They had it. The, what was another one? Like, crossword puzzles or something like that. Hmm. They tested people with crossword puzzles, like... Or I don't even was specifically crossword puzzles, but impossible solutions to mathematical problems or things like that, right? Right, right. And then once one person figured it out, it wasn't like they spread the word and now that they can figure right. out how they did it. Somebody in a different part of the world figured that out, and somebody else in a different part finally figured it out, and it's all happened around the same time. Huh. You know, so it's it, there. I think there's something real to that collective consciousness, you know, huh. some kind of underlining tone that. Yeah, you something. Know, Butterfly effect type shit? Or uh, no, I don't think so. Well, no, I I, yeah, well, I was just thinking like something happened. Well, just like more of a cause and effect thing. Mm. But I guess yeah, that's a little bit different. It's more like uh, just like causality. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, yeah, there's always some, I guess there's some deeper going on behind the scenes that we might not like really grasp. Underlining you know? web of, uh, in the like, astral plane. Humanity. Tism? I don't know. I don't want to say humanitarianism. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I guess the best way word to explain it is collective consciousness. Yeah, we're all part of a our brainwaves tra- uh, operate in the same kind of ether world. You know? Mm, yeah. yeah. Real interesting. Real, real, real interesting stuff. I always wondered about those like weird coincidences, crazy coincidences. Oh, right, right. Things, things of that sort. Uh huh. Yeah, definitely. It's like serendipity, or is it something else? Oh, you know, real quick. I also, you know, I did get a couple. Um, uh, request not request, but if we're gonna cover the Civil War film, do a review on it, and we are actually we are gonna have Eric and Rick from our boys, oh, nice. our boys from the Spin That Back YouTube channel. You know their uh, movie and and, and um, video game video review. Right. Yeah, we're uh, you know I was speaking with Eric and we were I I was debating like having them on just like a week after the Civil War came out just to give everybody a chance to watch it, and then 
like the week after is pretty much a week before. <laughs> like it's too close to X Men, so I figure oh, we'll okay. have them on after. So so we wouldn't do two at this, you know, like we'll have them on to do Civil War and X Men. So after X Men comes out, be looking forward to seeing a review on both. We'll we'll cover Captain America: Civil War and then we'll do X Men. X Men. Yeah. What do you think about? Uh, have you heard the mixed reviews on X Men? Oh no no no. I've okay, kind of so stayed away from all that stuff. Man. It's getting the same it, it, right now in the you know comic book uh, community or the you know the, the nerd nerdum you know the nerdasms. Oh nice. Uh, us in the nerd field, I guess. Uh, it's getting pretty much the same kind of critical hate as BVS. Really? Half the people like it, half the people don't. And the reviewer, one of the uh, Grace Grace Randolph is her name. One of the I, I have like three uh, people who like Tyrone Magnus, Grace Randolph, people who review movies and shit. Mm-hmm. That uh, they do. Uh, uh, so her, she was the same person who loved loved uh, Batman vs. Superman, and everybody, uh, a lot of the other critics hated it. She was one of the few critics that really loved it, and I loved it as well, so I was like, okay, I agree with her opinion. She's one of these ladies that actually, she thinks X-Men uh, Apocalypse is the best super, uh, superhero movie to date. Wow. And then I was like, oh my god, that's saying something. And then, keep in mind, this is the first review I read, and then after this, like a day or two later, I started seeing, like, hate 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 on this how this movie's horrible i was just oh, like, it's like wait what and then i started going through it and sure enough it's split right down the middle some critics like it some critics hate it and then the fans love it hate it uh well not too many fans now just because it hasn't produ- been produced massively yet but i was like oh my god so i think it's gonna get that same thing well like i said if i love bvs based on her opinion not based on her opinion uh, but we had the same opinion and she's saying this about X-Men. I'm, I think I, I think I like it. I appreciate it. I'm definitely... I mean, I think you're the same way, too. We'll definitely give a movie a lot more chance. Yeah, de- yeah. I don't have, like, my nose stuck up at it even before I watch it. Uh-huh. Especially before I watch it. That'll lead us to what we're going to... It's a topic uh, we'll bring up later when Mo- Moises and Hazel arrive, but about the Ghostbusters thing, about people... So much hate it's getting before it even... You know, just from oh, the okay. trailers alone, you know? And uh, that'll bring us to the... Because that, that, actually, that's one of the fan questions... That's one of the questions we got on the... Uh, for later, but it's also one of the topics I already had. So, because I wrote down the kind of the topics for today, you know, to the outline for today, mm-hmm. and then I, re- I read one of one of our fans asked a question about the specific movie. Like, oh, okay, we'll bring that up. So that that will come later. We'll bring it up with a further discussion. It's crazy, but what do you think about that? Before we get into that, what do you think about that in general? About like people just hating on something before they just based on based on uh, word of mouth, based on rumors, based on trailers mm-hmm. before it even gets out there. Uh, I don't know. I think of politics. Politics. Well, yeah. yeah. Just you know, people just join like a, just kind of like pick a side, you know, whatever you know group you want to be in. I mean, like I mean, I guess maybe there's some aspects you might like about it, but other aspects, I mean, that are maybe something like a uh, something an opposite, you know. Like I guess like when it comes to stuff like that, it's just uh maybe they just fixate on one thing, or maybe they just hear one thing. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah, well I hate it too, you know. Oh, yeah. so you think they're just going along with it? It's like a bandwagon even, thing. A ba- they're bandwagon haters kind of thing. Yeah, you know, like it's, it's just or bandwagon yeah. lovers for for anybody who was loving something before they even see it. You know, right? Oh, I guess yeah, there is that mm-hmm. opposite also. So uh, I think it's something like that because obviously there's no way of telling you if you haven't seen it yet, so you can't make like you know an educated. I guess all it can be is an educated guess. Even though people don't make educated kids. That's a broad spectrum, but I think that's a little bit different for Ghostbusters specifically because there's a nostalgia factor. People okay. don't want them to touch their thing that they oh, loved okay. as a child. Don't ruin my thing. Like, it even has an effect on what it was as a kid. It should be standalone, right? You know, like, oh, I love this. Like, if they remake, they're remaking Big Trouble Little China. Oh, right. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. And, like, 
I don't want to, if I, if I watch, you know how people exaggerately say like, oh, if they fuck this movie up, they ruin my childhood. It's like, really, dude? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that's a pet peeve of mine that right. people have that. Actually, I saw a very funny video. I believe it was either from College Humor or Cracked. Cracked, mm-hmm. you know, who I watched last time. We just saw a video from Cracked. Yeah. But they had a thing about like, uh, using that phrase, they ruined my childhood or, <laughs> or they, they rape my childhood. One of those <laughs> things. And it really is a lot of like, <laughs> I mean, they show youth of America. But you can tell they're kind of aiming at hipsters or douchebags, hmm. uh, that kind of that kind of thing. Uh, but but it's pretty funny because um, the uh, is already right here. Let me finish my my point of thought real quick. Uh, it's funny because they're, so they're going back and forth between um, they're pe- they're having people at a bar, right? And then they're interviewing like people at convalescent homes or things like that. And they have people at the like, oh my god, George Lucas re- literally literally break my childhood literally. with these news. <laughs> and then they they cut to. Uh, a Holocaust survivor. <laughs> what? Yes, it's a hilarious video. <laughs> but they cut they cut to a Holocaust survivor, uh, and she and she's talking about Hitler ruined my childhood. You know, like <laughs> you're like let's not use this term. Um, let's not go overboard with this term. You know, like there's some people who would literally have childhoods ruined just because somebody made a movie. Uh, 20, 30 years later, after you, uh, you know, after a movie you loved and remade it and. It doesn't take anything away from your childhood, you know. Let's, right. you know, let's let's be let's be adults about it almost. But it's it's hilarious. So they keep coming back from like people with really traumatic childhoods, and and they tell their little sad story. They're like that ruined my childhood, or that oh, okay. they raped my childhood, or they took my childhood, they stole my childhood. And then but they they cut that between the, like the George Lucas things or just people remaking shit, you know. Because right. Hollywood's all about remakes anyway. But just between that, it, it's really 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 funny, man. Oh, um, you just got a message. Our our boys are here, Moises and Hazel. Cool, let's put this on pause, and when we continue next, we'll be joined by our guest. Moses, welcome back. Welcome back to the show, man. Appreciate you coming through. Um, what's going to call it? Also, you are, you're going to be joined by Hazel later? Or she's yeah, she should be on her way. All right. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. Um, now, you were saying something very, very interesting to me. What are you drinking today, buddy? I'm drinking a Heineken. Uh, and you're saying you're staying away from IPAs? Reason, well, I'm taking a break from IPAs because I read an article where uh-huh. IPAs have estrogen in them. So. Is that right? Yeah, Good. so that's why I'm like, you know what? It hasn't affected me any way I've seen, but I'm going to take a break just in case. Do you think that's the reason? That makes sense now, because do you think that's the reason why these hipster douchebags are way more girly and bitches than the normal? Beer craft snobs? Yeah, beer craft snobs are way more pussies than usual. I don't know, I'm just kidding. But I didn't read that article. That's interesting. Yeah, I haven't heard, even heard of that. Yeah. Have yeah, you heard of that? Somewhere that yeah, in Cosmo. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't heard of that. That's interesting. What was the, uh, just online? I'll, yeah, I'll do it later. It's just an article I read earlier. Yeah. Um, a couple of months ago. And I was like, nah, it can't be it. Fuck uh-huh. it. Whatever. But no, yeah. it's true. Oh, I think it's true. I don't you know, know what? You know, that explains. Um, uh, Bruce Jenner's alcoholism, you know. <laughs> oh, IPAs. Yes, yes, IPAs. That's funny. Uh, how you been, buddy? How you been since we last seen you? Oh man, well, remember? Uh, I don't know if you remember, but last time I was here, Hazel was introducing me to her new job, or she was trying to get me into her new job. So I actually yeah. did take it. What episode it. was that, by the way? Do you remember the last one? It was no, in the fifties, no? Yeah, with a quadra. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. Uh, so, um, so you've been work since what's been like two months since we had you on? Yeah, I feel it's been two months. So yeah, since then, um, I actually switched jobs. It's a cool. lot cooler, less stress. Yeah, you like what you're doing? Yeah, a lot. Actually, it does show that IPAs do have uh, estrogens mm-hmm. and help with uh, your man boobs if you're looking forward All to All right, that. that sounds good. Uh, <laughs> what do you say, guys? Man boobs. Uh, I also watch the notebook, yeah. 
<laughs> IPAs and the bench press. That will help you. With there you go. Which McCall, uh, so what are you saying? Like, uh, you like the new job? Is it the same thing you were doing? Yeah, well, it's it's in the legal field. It's it's cool. It's nice. It's a lot less stressful. Yeah. A lot more pace. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, you know, I'm really digging it. Just not stressing out over anything. Anymore. Yeah. Is that a good thing? New glasses, right, Luis? Huh? <laughs> Those are mine. I just left here and Because you guys are all, like, wearing glasses. So I'm like, no, I don't know what to be left out. <laughs> oh, hell no. Nah. I had, I had, um... When I was in middle school, I had started this trend, especially with no lenses. Oh, remember this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I had started this thing. Nah, I didn't start shit. Nobody else was worried. Everybody looked at me as a fucking weirdo. But cut to 10 years later where everybody's doing it. Like, oh, man, you was a fucking asshole. That was, you know, like, why can't I be cool? I'm always like a... You know when you're when you're too much of a dork or a nerd that you're ahead of your time. I think. Oh right, right. right. One day I'll come around. That's kind of how that's how it's been. It'll for catch me. on. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You were before. You were cool before cool was cool. I wasn't cool though. I was a fucking douchebag <laughs> nerd. <laughs> so I wish I was cool. So what were you guys talking about before? Um, Ghostbuster. Oh, no, no, Ghost- not oh. Ghostbuster. Ghost. We were talking about how people, <clears throat> excuse me, hating on movies based on trailers, based on uh, just ideas. Like people just hating. They don't want anything to get remade. Hollywood. Doesn't want anything to get remade. Doesn't want anything to get touched from their childhood. Yeah, you know that term like, that. oh, they ruined, uh, George Lucas ruined my childhood, or uh, they raped my childhood, or they ru-, you know, that kind I of thing. Yeah, I don't see the words. That's what we we're talking about. Like, I, I hate when people use that term over abundantly because there was a video that uh, they were talking, they were, inter- it was a hilarious video between they were interviewing, um, uh, you know, regular people, you know, as obviously it was uh, staged or, okay. you know, acted, but they were interviewing regular people. It was like, oh my God, I hated the last Star Wars movie. George Lucas raped my childhood. You know, he ruined it. And then they, they cut to a Holocaust survivor who's like, uh, Adolf Hitler ruined my childhood. Like, duh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, a, don't, don't use that term. Look, you but know? you know what? I, I disagree. I think mm-hmm. if it's not broken, why fix it? Don't it don't think Holocausting? No, I'm, oh, wow. I'm talking about the movies. Like, you know, if it's not broken, why fix it? You well, know? so you think they shouldn't touch it? Yeah, like, I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed the whole, the new Star Wars, because I'm, yeah. I'm a big Star Wars fan, I grew up watching Star mm-hmm. Wars, but, uh, I don't know, the new one didn't feel Star Wars-ish to me. It felt like, you know, they were trying to... Now, what are you talking deeper. about? You're talking about the uh, ni- the ones in the 90s, or you're talking about the New Hope specifically? No, no, like the 90s, and even the 90s ones, because uh, even the older ones, it mm-hmm. still felt more Star Wars-ish, but the new one just, eh. It was good. Don't get me wrong. I liked it. I enjoyed it. But you like the the nineties? <laughs> you like the nineties ones more than the A New Hope, the recent one? Yeah. Oh, that's a, I, I. Do you think you're in the? I mean, I think you're. You might be in the small majority. On, I mean, the minority on that one. Mm. Or do you think? Uh, I'm. I'm just speaking for myself. Yeah, but do you think like it's widely known that? No, because I feel like a lot of people that I know recently started getting into Star Wars, mm-hmm. and they they just they like they love the new one, but mm-hmm. they didn't grow up watching it. So it's just I think growing up watching it, how you mentioned mm-hmm. before. Yeah, but but you're so you grew up watching the ones in the '90s for you were like you're a kid, right? Yeah. So that's kind of like um like your dad or maybe even your own older uncle. Yeah, my pops. Your no, what I'm saying is like the ones that came out in the '70s or '80s. They're talking shit on the ones that came out in the '90s. Yeah, because of the CGI. Exactly. And all so that. that isn't necessarily. It's kind of the same thing that you're. But even on, even the seventies ones was you know it was still very good like you know I like both yeah but this new one's very different to me but but like my kids who are like ten they love this one so for the, and then like ten fifteen years from now there's gonna be some more Star Wars possibly and then they're and they're gonna be talking shit to this generation that's not Star Wars my my show is Star Wars and they're talking <laughs> about no hope so I mean do so you see the correlation right there it's, but the director was different that's and and I think that made the movie very different well George too. Lucas only directed the first one he didn't direct uh, Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi oh really yeah he didn't do that 
Yeah, he that's actually I don't, I don't even think he directed the first one now that I think about it. I think he produced it. Yeah, he was the producer. Correct, yeah. So he's always been, uh, uh, like, that's what they told him. Like, you shouldn't be a director. You should be a creator. You be, stay as the producer, stay as the creator. Don't ruin this. Because the majority knows those 90s ones that, oh, I mean, these are pizza shit. Like, that, <laughs> but I'm not saying you, there's not good parts in them. Uh, but I, I, I'm in the most part where they're, they're not as good as the originals. Yeah. I thought this new one was a really good one uh, in comparison to the originals. Uh, now, like I said, that's only because... Um, I for me when the new, the 90s came out I had already seen those originals and I was a big fan like oh man you know yeah yeah so but for you it probably hit right at that age right where like these were brand new for you you saw them in the movies and it was awesome yeah, yeah, yeah right pretty much yeah, so I'm it's awesome. more of a nostalgia thing probably subconsciously than anything else mm-hmm. did you think you should you feel that's that? interesting yeah that's interesting I didn't think of it that way mm-hmm. yeah because I grew up watching again the 90s ones and then eventually I went back to the 70s ones yeah and, but I love I loved all of it so it was, it was nice it's just different this one was very different to me so it was good it's not bad but mm-hmm. to me it felt different from the whole entire thing yeah i think that's really just our, our childhood playing tricks on us for the most part nostalgia mm-hmm. when we go back and look at something that we almost like we love it so much that we don't want to admit how how bad. like because there's definitely i go away for star wars but there's definitely a few movies where they don't hold up i'm not willing to admit they don't hold up <laughs> like i still love them so good dumb and dumber is one of these films that we've talked about many times i haven't seen it in a while yeah I'm, so, I'm, str- I'm trying to preserve that just because you know back then it was some of the funniest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, and it's the same as to me. And you, that's what you want to preserve because you fear that there is a possibility that it might not, right? But it's just going to be just because I've seen it so much. I already know the punchlines. I already know the jokes. and whatnot. Yeah, but it might not be just because of that. I mean, there's a part of us that like, damn, like, you know what? I love that. That's why I'm so happily surprised when something does hold up. Like, fuck, man, that still holds up. Thank God. Like, I was talking about this with Beverly Hills Ninja, mm. with Major Pain, with these movies. Oh, uh, Pain yeah, funny, with stuff. these movies from, the, from the, like, your child that you remember cracking the fuck up. And you know what? I don't want to ruin that memory. I don't want to test that because it might not be as funny to me as it is, you know, as it was, it should be, you know, yeah. when, when I was a kid. And you go back to some of these that, like, damn, they hold up. Thank God. Oh, my God. Thank God. But a lot of them don't, man. A lot of them, I go back and, like, man, how did I think this was funny? Oh, oh well. You know, like, that kind of thing. And, and, and you know what? It ruins my childhood. No, I'm, just... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, but, yeah, that's a great, that, you know, I like, you know, like I said. How about, how about the new Lord of the Rings? I oh I what do you mean the Hobbit ones? Yeah, I I didn't I'm not a fan of any of them. Oh really? You, you I, don't yeah, like the I don't like the well. It's hard. It's 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 man. Can you even say these? Are, the Hobbit are the new Lord of the Rings. It happened within like it, ten years, right? Yeah, but it's very different. I mean, I don't like any of the films, but I mean, I I think when I can't use that term like oh where it's gonna affect what I liked before, if it's not at least a decade or two, or two you know, in, in per- this I is still, see, this is still that. a continuation of, of the Lord of the Rings. You know what I'm saying? I see that. Yeah. Yeah. So it wouldn't be fair to say it, it, it'd have to be something like, um, cause that's for me, it's just another sequel. It's just part of the whole, the whole thing. trilogy, like the Rocky film Creed. Oh that yeah. just came out recently yeah, yeah, yeah. that, you know, or Rocky, Bobo. uh, that the last movie before then had been done in what? 92, <laughs> you know, when it was Rocky five. Like you know, ninety five, yeah, Rocky two equals Rocky seven, Adrian's Revenge, <laughs> Simpsons quote right there. Yeah, so it, I mean, decades have to big pass for it to be like, oh, they're redoing this franchise as opposed to adding on to a franchise. Yeah. So that for me, even if I was a Lord of the Rings fan, it probably wouldn't be the same, you know, for me personally. Mm, nice. Yeah. What? What? You didn't like the Hobbit? No, I, I, it was cool. Again, enjoyable. But you liked the Lord I, of the Rings. I loved the Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, growing up again, it came out in the nineties, so. Mm-hmm. Loved it, watched was it. Was it? I think it was uh, early 2000s. Early 2000s. Oh, around yeah. that time, though, right? Yeah, yeah. late yeah. 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Same thing with, like, the newer uh, Star Wars. You got, like, Phantom Menace. Yeah, 98, oh, yeah, 99. Yeah, yeah. 
Did you ever see um uh what was it called? Fanboys. Mm-mm. Did you ever see Fanboys? No. It's about uh, people. You saw it, right? I let you see yeah, it. yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> I love this film. Uh, but it's about people trying to get to see Phantom Menace Part Episode One uh, before anybody else sees it. You know, so it's for a group of guys, nerds, and they're on their like a road trip to Lucas Ranch to try to break in to see Episode One uh, before anybody else sees it. Okay. And it, it's awesome. It's fucking awesome. Right. One of the guys has cancer, and he's gonna die pretty soon. So they make a pack, like let's do it, let's you know, the, you know that kind of thing. It, it's 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 what's it called? Fanboys. Fanboys. One of the funniest movies that no one's ever heard of. So yeah. don't worry, because it never came. It was straight to video, oh, straight okay. to or straight to DVD or straight to Netflix. Is that now got now people are? <laughs> oh, I know, right? Yeah. yeah, I wish it was on Netflix. It's probably not, right? I haven't checked. Highly recommended. There's a lot of great cameos too. William Shackner, Jane Silent Bob. Oh no, don't Not the cameos, no. Oh, I mean, that's... Oh, okay, never mind. Uh, too late. <laughs> well, there's many, many, many more. Uh, anyways, uh, but there's great cameos in it. Uh, damn, there's one cameo I was just about to bring up, but I, I oh, wouldn't bring it. <laughs> just, um, I, would, I just hate spoilers, you know, but go nuts, go nuts. Okay. Uh, I highly recommend you watch that, especially if you're a Star Wars fan. Okay. Especially if you're a fan of the 90s ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this, it's a real funny film, really good, really good cast, really, really solid. Uh, so what else, man? Anything else you've been up to? Uh, nothing. We well, we recently came back from a road trip with uh, Luis. Actually, oh, yeah. I want to hear about that because we briefly talked about. It. We didn't talk about it as much as I wanted to, but you're talking about the Arizona trip, correct? Yeah, yeah. we went to the Grand Canyon, Grand Canyon first time. Is this your first like road trip with just friends, kind of coming of age no, thing? No, no, we, we've done it a couple of times: San Francisco, Utah, different places. Mm-hmm. It was it was cool. It was How was this trip for you? It was cool. It was uh, <laughs> I expected to be more tired just because uh-huh. of all the drinking. But <laughs> but it was, it was good. It was good. It was, it was Youth fun. is on your side, sir. Youth is on your side. <laughs> what, about you, what do you say? Uh, I was drunk the whole weekend, man. So as soon as like uh, getting to Sulema's house, like oh, waiting yeah. for everybody to show up. Yeah. I went to the Downey Brewing Company down the street, and oh, I took man. my last drink on Sunday. And that's in the soberest I was the whole weekend, like trying to hike oh, right yeah. at the canyon. Yeah, that was that was nice, it, there was no alcohol around there. I checked. I was, I was checking. Unfortunately. <laughs> well, it was a hike for, like, uh, just, just actual, walking, actual, yeah, walking just around, walking. looking on the edge, you know, just having, like, different views of the Grand Canyon, like, some different views on the right, some to the left, but it was nice. Is yeah, this your enjoyable. first time to the tra- uh, Grand Canyon? Yes, it was. So, it, you know, yeah, you did see... Did it live up to the hike? Yeah, it did. It to really? Me, oh, to cool. me, it did. To me, cool, it did. You, you see pictures, but it's not the same. Yeah. Even when you're there, you know, in person, to me, it looks, it's, it's breathtaking, but it looks fake. It's just so unreal. Oh, that's That's how I saw it. Like it just looks like green screen. Like it's like green screen. if I would I really fall if I step out, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> but it, I don't know. What, 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 no, what no, yeah, talking? yeah, same. Uh, it's just because like the only other times that you've ever seen are just like on postcards or like movies or whatever. And, and see, it's not like you can shit. Time to wake up. How do they know? you got this Mr. Bean thing going on today. <laughs> Earlier today, when I was like uh, taking out some of the trash cans. <laughs> You were like putting away the water hose, <laughs> and it turned on on you or something. You're like, oh, oh shit! Yeah, You're like bumbling through, like, oh shit! Like, you know, know and then uh, like uh, we're trying to record an intro, and we had to do it like literally like four different times. <laughs> we had to because his phone, because phone kept going like it. during the thing, like. <laughs> just, like, oh, yeah. There's some kind of uh, collective what, what consciousness. What episode are you guys in now? 66, man. Nice. Yeah, 66. Yeah, yeah. You would have assumed at 66, so you would learn. This is I technically. Was, I'm barely starting, man. This is technically our first, our one year anniversary. Oh shit. Well, nice. because um, we'll rec- when it will come out next time, when this episode will come out, will be the same week as when we recorded this. I guess. Right. right? Yeah. The so. 27. 20. Yeah. So. It'll be a year. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, so it kind of kind of cool, man. A yeah. toast to that. We oh uh, yeah, cheers, thanks, man. And then, and then I guess we we're gonna have another one year. We'll have two year one year anniversaries because we'll have a year anniversary between when we first recorded to when we first put out the episodes, which will be <laughs> July twentieth. So oh, it gives us another okay. reason to do something special or something like that. Yeah, mm. reasons to drink, right? Do you, do you guys, <laughs> do you guys have an idea of what you guys want to do to make it special? Oh. Uh, like for oh for this one specifically? No, for oh for your like one year. Well, yeah, which will be this episode. We're gonna do what? Um, if you look on iTunes, we don't we it starts at episode two on because there's something with episode one so we kind of wanted to put out the where we're going to see if we can fit in because it's only like an hour long but the, our very first episode that not many people have ever heard and add it on to this and have it on itunes oh, that's, nice. that's cool yeah yeah so we'll see if we can it, it depends on how long we go and other shit if we can add it cool, 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 yeah cool. yeah we're really looking forward to doing that that'd be kind of cool that like, kind of special yeah. one year from the day the same episode airs on air you know i don't know like a nostalgia factor where, where did you guys see yourself doing this like in a year like when you guys first started i know you guys you guys talked about it last time where you guys wanted to get some like the idea was to get passes to go yeah actually you know. to be honest with you where we are now is where i had in my headspace for our two-year mark so hmm. We're like twice above, or like, yeah, kind of. Well, yeah, because I figure, because what I read, like, it takes about two years before you even start getting notoriety or notice. And I think that goes to say, just because podcasts in general are getting more popular nowadays, yeah, Mm -hmm. that's true. Like, I think so. You know, a lot of people are more turning on. They're getting tired of what they hear on the radio. They're getting tired of the regular talk show. Well, they should be. Yeah, and and in a part, they should they should listen to snooze and booze. Yeah, yes. it's very militant. The way he's like, Shit. don't take my word for it. <laughs> <laughs> but it, uh, I think that's that you know, just a lot more people are getting. It's the internet. It's the internet. More people are that get more savvy. Uh, you know, especially older people are gonna start. You know, there I still know a lot of people that never even heard what a podcast is. Yeah, you know? I'm surprised too. Yeah, yeah. which is surprising, surprising. right? Surprising. So I think I just think that's part of it, but like I said, this is about two years before you even start getting anywhere, and I was like, okay, cool, that I'll put a good limit on myself, like I've, I should I shouldn't be doing that anyway. But anyway, within a year, I'm like, we kind of kind of kind of skyrocketed, right? like, oh shit, like we were having friends. The thing that's hit me that's been surprising to me is how many more friends we're having that with other podcasts that we're getting to oh, be, yeah, yeah. that we're getting to be guests on that are being guests on our show that are that are getting spread of the word out there. You know, there's a lot of times where I'll be listening to some of my personally favorite podcasts mm-hmm. and they're talking about us and they're giving us a shout out. Really? That's so like what? It's surreal. Who? It's surreal. Uh, fr- oh, for sure. Let me give them a shout out right now. Friday night fandom. It's a hundred percent been a really great support of us. John, uh, John and Brian and Josh and Savannah, they've been really good supporters of us from, uh, from, from when they started listening to them. They've been, you know, they've been talking, you know, you'll hear random conversations like, Oh, you know, I was listening to this on Susan booze and I heard this guy, you know, uh, you know, Steve or Loaf, they were talking about this. I, w- I remember one time for a good like three minutes they were talking about loaf and how that's his name <laughs> but, uh, yes, yeah. oh, episode, i was like that's that's so fucking funny you know Friday night, Friday night, i love those guys uh the last episode of the retro convo they were doing the same thing I, this is one of my new favorite podcasts because they're 90s nostalgia oh, yeah. which is really right if um you know mona was asking us our, our guest on the last podcast on the last podcast was asking me about them and because, you know, for a lot of our guests specifically, it's around our age group, you know, 25 to 40, uh, 25 to 35 is kind of that age group we, we kind of sit in. And that's basically 90s kind of thing. And they're asking me about that retro convo. And I'm like, yeah, dude, they're a fucking awesome, awesome podcast. And they're talking kind of about us. Uh, oh, you know, I want I do want to say because uh, Ernie and Raul, Raul specifically wants to come on. And I really want to have him on. So for sure, we're going to oh, we're going to try to set something up with Skype. Actually, they're at a Southern California area. 
So if we can like do something where they in studio things, like that'd be really great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. So uh, which, you know we don't mind we don't mind traveling. And that'll be today. Uh, what's that? And that'll be tonight. No, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, but anyways, like I said, the Epic Comic Cast, who's a huge podcast, they're a huge podcast. They've given us a shout out a few times, cool. and uh, that's one of my personal favorite ones as well. So it's weird when you see like the ones that you really like, like kind of like mention you. It, yeah. It's kind of surreal. Like I said, you know, we're still kind of like getting our bearings underneath underneath this, trying to do the podcast, but it's great, man. I, mean, I love this. I love hey, doing man, this. Congrats, a year in. Oh yeah, thank you, man. Appreciate that. I love doing this. Uh, it, it really. My, it's already beyond my expectations what I thought it would be. Mm. I really just expected this to be like, oh, you know, like once a hobby a, kind of thing. Once a week, I'd lo- I love to drink and I love to have these conver- <laughs> I lo- and I love to have conversations. And that's what I thought. And thank you, Lofi, because that's kind of what it evolved to be. Now we're like doing this, we're sharing it with other people, so it's right. cool, you know. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Moses? How do you uh, how are you liking the feel of it? Is it different from the last time, or pretty much? Is no, I dig it. You know what? The first time I was uh, very nervous, but I'm a lot more comfortable. Everybody says that. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like that's why I, I heard a couple of episodes before just to get like you know familiarized how it, to how what it you is. guys uh-huh. talk about and things like that. But so I was like, oh man, you, you guys are gonna be talking about things I don't know or you know haven't heard of or whatever. But it ended <laughs> up being this is just a conversation between actually that's, me and you. Probably really is. Everyone yeah, gets nervous. Loaf was nervous this first time. Really? I remember he didn't want to come on at first. Like I don't know what to say, man. I don't want to talk about. <laughs> and like, dude, just trust me. It'll just be a conversation. It'll <laughs> be cool. Yeah. yeah. I literally I remember we were at some like uh like mini party and I had to convince. Let's go do it right now, man. And like and he's like, nah, I don't know, man. I don't, like dude, I literally had to convince him. <laughs> and then the first conversation, the first podcast ended up being awesome. Dude, you know, you know, yeah, yeah. Was, what do you, what do you, Luis? What do you consider yourself uh, introverted? An introvert? Yeah. Yeah, for the most part. Okay. I'd, I'd rather be more of an observer behind the scenes, kind of mm-hmm. pulling the strings. And you're for sure ext- very extroverted. Yeah, you know, I, I maybe for the, for the podcast specifically, I'd like to pretend like I'm introverted because I, I do love to observe and watch and I uh, but the, you, you like learning, you like. An, it seems. Yeah, oh, 100%. Like, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I literally listen to about 24 podcasts, mm-hmm. and so I just like to hear people have conversations, but you have, I get a couple of beers in me, and like, oh, now I'm giving my opinion when, like, nobody asked for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Which is the perfect reason to be a host of a podcast, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. You do a good job, man. Oh, I appreciate it. I don't, I don't take, uh, compliments. Yeah, 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 I'm good. Yeah. Uh, like my boss recently, she's like giving me compliments. So I'm like, ah, shut the fuck up. No, I, I wouldn't say like, that, but I just feel yeah, like I, I didn't say that either, but I'm just like, no, you don't have to. It's yeah. just, just stop. Just like, just stop. It doesn't make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, it feels, yeah. It I just, makes me feel so uncomfortable, man. I think there's something wrong with us. Maybe, but <laughs> Lil brought this up like last week because, uh, we talked about it last week briefly for Brandon's 25th party uh-huh. where, you know, they, we threw our little cousin Brandon a big party, huge party, right? And, you know, he's kind of where I'll have birthed him. And I remember literally going like uh, I'm, le- I'm leaning over to my wife and I tell her, if you ever do something like this for me, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> don't ever do anything like this. Loaf mentioned like, oh, man, I'm going to do it for you. Like, no, fuck no, man. Don't ever do. <laughs> it's going to happen. No, I hope not. But I it just I don't like the, mm, the spotlight, yeah, yeah. I guess. You know, it's just I feel way too uncomfortable. Yeah. And you're the same way. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same way. I don't I don't like it when people like compliment me or anything like that. I'm just like, no, stop. Like, I just feel like they're bullshitting you. I don't like, feel that. I just don't feel like. Uh, just, I don't know. Stop, it's just, no. it makes me feel weird. Yeah. yeah insult me, please, so I can talk shit. Yeah. I, you see, yeah. I, I'll, I'll do insults. That's how me and my friends get along. Yeah. Like, we don't say hi. We say hey, fuck you. And yeah. Like, well, I don't. I don't think I do. Because <laughs> if I did that, then like I'd be with my mom. Hey, bitch, what's up? You know. Well, like, no, 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 not, not to everyone, but like, you know, like your close 
friends. Yes, I would say, there's right? definitely there's definitely like, uh, for, like you're you're in the military. Uh-huh, what what yes. branch? Marine Corps. Marine. So like, yeah, yeah, I can see that. You, uh, I can see you doing that with your Marine friends. Oh yeah, you heard an episode of my yeah. Marine buddies? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you remember Quadra last night? Yeah, Quadra's hilarious. Oh, good, yeah, good, yeah. good man. Yeah, yeah, no, no, but it's not. It, it it's just weird. Like, um, I don't know. To me, like, uh, when people are have that kind of super superficialness, where you can tell they want to say more, but they're holding back. Like, why are you holding back, man? Go ahead, be yourself. You know, if you wanna, if you think that's bullshit, say it's bullshit. You know, go ahead. Don't have to like, you know, hold it in. So a lot of people are too uh, reserved. Yeah, I'm not. I don't think they want to be judged. That's that's the thing, probably. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because you know, it's I've I've learned because I'm very outspoken. Despite mm-hmm. you know, I'm not outspoken here, but people typically think, people think there's like, oh, you don't have a filter. It's not that. It's not no, that it's that, right? it's yes, yeah, it's, it's not having a filter, but it's I'm just sure. you you know you're being <laughs> honest. You know, people say, oh yeah, you know, give you honesty, and they just don't like what they hear, and then you know. And then they call you an asshole, but like, why? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you calling me an asshole? Just because I have a difference of opinion? Exactly. The good point. I think I know exactly where you're coming from. I get the, I get, I get judged on that a lot. Yeah. yeah. But I also have a problem with people who, um, uh, like people say like, oh, don't change who you are or don't apologize for who you are. Right. And they use that as an excuse to be an asshole on purpose. And, or be a bitch on purpose because like oh that's just who I am and that's just if you can't and handle me about it if you yeah exactly if you can't handle me like this then fuck you and like oh, that's an God. excuse <laughs> they use that an excuse not to have manners and and I would think like that's a big difference that means you don't know the fucking difference between being polite and not because there's I don't want to be rude to somebody for just the sake of being rude or because I'm, I'm, I am an asshole or I, or if I was a girl, I am a bitch. And I'm like, I have my, blah, blah. if you don't like it, then fuck you. Like, that's not the, like be, you know, be polite, be have manners. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not saying don't stop your opinion, but a lot of times people use it. Like, I don't apologize for him. I'm not changing who I am. Like, no, that you, has should, nothing you to shouldn't do, do you should, it shouldn't be like that way. That has nothing to do with you changing who you are. It has nothing to do with you having that attitude sure, is you sure, being a dick. No, yeah. like, like you can have the same person go to, let's say, you know, meet the president. You're not going to act the same way. You know in your mind that's, yeah. that, that's what you're doing wrong. You're acting wrong. Yeah. You're not going to do that in front of like someone you shouldn't, you know? Some, yeah, someone with authority or someone of higher. Yeah, exactly. I respect or things like that. So yeah, you, and you it just, should be respectful, yeah. 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 People are going to be like, well, this is who I am. If you don't like it, tough shit. Like, what? Well, that's, no, a, no. that's the shittiest attitude for you to be. Yeah. That's an excuse. <laughs> you're, 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 that's an excuse you're looking to Pretty be much. a bitch. Don't be a bitch. Don't be a dick. You know, like, why, why are you using that? Yeah, I, I, I don't like it's that. It's like those who say, like, They'll put like on the Instagram profile like I'll tell all my haters and shit like that. Yeah, it's just, you're, you're, you're full of yourself. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Haters. It, it, it's weird. I don't know. Yeah, I, it's I just like an ego thing. It is an ego thing. It is an ego thing. I just can't understand it. I'm like, like in my life, I'm like, I can't think or see or anyone being a hater. I don't even know what that is. Mm-hmm. It's like, could you, like, could you, like, for example, in your life, could you look at someone that feel like you feel that hates on you? Uh, Donald Trump. I could just tell. <laughs> he has his look in his eyes. Makes sense. <laughs> other, other than Trump, but you know, not realistically, I don't. Know. Yeah, I don't no, think that's a thing. Uh, I mean, no, there's definitely out there people that just hate on other people's uh, success or just uh, in general happiness, maybe even. You yeah, know? I don't. I, I consider them jealous. Yeah, I think it's yeah, well, jealous. jealous. People hitting on. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, actually, there was a thing on the news. Uh, this girl was wearing um, like a regular regular workout af- outfit. And I forgot, I think it's in Toronto. I'm getting it wrong. But anyway, the premise was the girl is wearing like a regular work outfit, but she has been has huge boobs. Mm-hmm. And the same <laughs> outfit that everybody else is wearing at the at this uh, sports club. 
the sportsman asked her, like, you can't wear that. That's too revealing. He's like, I'm wearing the exact same thing that everybody else is wearing. And she's like, no, but with your size, you can't. You have to wear a regular T-shirt. I'm like, what the fuck? And all she was was a tank top. Huh. Uh, you know, and, and it, it, if you look at this, like, the outfit looks completely sane. You see more shit in LA, crazier shit in L.A. gyms than anywhere else, right? Oh, and uh, and then she's, you know, she's end up suing and all that bullshit. Uh, but the the whole part was like, man, sometimes do you think it was just jealousy that other girls being jealous that this girl looks this way in in, in a certain outfit that this other girl that's you know that doesn't you know I mean I think there's definitely a factor. You know, I've I've learned to try not to understand women, so I'm not even gonna be. Part that, of you know, I should have probably should have brought this one up when uh, Hazel comes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I've I've learned to just you know. Yeah, but that happens all the time with guy. With that's just a people thing. Jealousy is a people thing. Guys do the same thing. They hate on other guys because they the. The the number one thing I constantly constantly hear one um you know because I follow a few bodybuilding uh things yeah. on, on Instagram yeah and it's always like the the well the internet man I don't even know if I should bring that up because the internet for hating on comments it's so because they you know you're anonymous so everybody goes to the extra bar on hating everyone so has much. internet balls. Exactly what it is, you know, uh, keyboard warriors, as they call it in, in my business, keyboard warriors. But they, they, they talk so much shit like, oh, fuck that. He couldn't do that without steroids or or it's all it's all he's juicing as a juicer. Like, man, that's, you're not appreciating the hard work that puts into this just because even like uh, I'll be honest with you. A lot of it, especially bodybuilders, it's austere, It's a lot of it's steroids. But taking steroids isn't a miracle pill. It's not like you, you still got to work hard. for You it have to, to you, you guaranteed you work harder than anybody else at that gym. But steroids is one of those things, you know. But but we're, but just the hating factor of it, like, why are you hating? Because this guy works out and looks good. Hold on a second. Now now I'm now I'm arguing with myself, right? Because the, the guys taking selfies. I'm very much against guys taking selfies. <laughs> what the fuck are you? If you're a guy, if you have a dick and balls, why are you taking a selfie? You should not be taking a selfie. I, that's how I feel about it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, skewed from that. I'm I'm talking about guys hating on other guys because they because they work out a lot or something like that. Unless like, you're the guy competing with them and you're not juicing, then yeah. that's you're, those are like the only people that should. That's be a upset. great point. That's a great. That's, that's the MMA. Only... That's the MMA yeah, reasoning too. By the okay. way, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a great point. Yeah, uh huh. There's that unfair advantage, a cheating advantage. Yeah. Absolutely right. That's, that's but by the, the only way, type of people anybody who's comment or who is a hater on not anybody, ninety nine percent of the people who are hating on comment are on Instagram probably don't probably are not uh, spending any time at the gym. That's very true. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah, yeah, that kind. But of again, thing. goes back to thinking that uh, you know, juicing is going to be a miracle drug and just get them naturally, but which mm-hmm. is not true. No, it's not. Not at all. You have to actually work even harder. But the, of course, what the way PEDs work, performance enhancing drugs for everybody at home, uh, PEDs work. There's a, it allows you to take more abuse, so you can work harder. Yeah. So when any, anybody who's normal would be like, all right, I did ten, I'm set, I'm done, I'm sore, I'm hurting. The the PD will allow you to oh you know I could do twenty more okay so it kind of gives you that extra edge hmm. that's how those kind of things work so you you technically have to work twice as hard and it lets you work twice as hard you know no, no. but it's still a men- mental mental toughness thing but you're right the ones who only who, the only ones who have a right are the ones competing yeah. against somebody else who who is a, a more of a natural yeah. athlete and the same thing goes for MMA the guys who exactly. Like, and, and you know, like, why the fuck? No, I'm not going in there with a baseball bat. You basically are, you know. <laughs> that kind of thing. That's kind of how it is, you know. Fair it's enough. real tricky when it comes to that kind of thing. 
But yeah, like I said, haters on the internet, oh man, you fucking reach out, dime a dozen, right? Yeah, man. Literally, you could go to almost any YouTube video and go scroll down the comments just hating, hating, Dude, hating, someone, hating. Ca- someone was hating on my son one time. Uh-huh. I was like, and it just, like, it, it filled me with, oh my god, I just wanted to just <laughs> do something. Like, oh my god, I mean, an eight-year-old kid who commented on somebody, somebody told him to shut the fuck up on a comment, and I wanted to just go in there and just like, ah, oh, you know, like, and it's probably some Cheeto Fingers fat motherfucker living in his parents' basement kind of thing, like, ah, oh, how dare you you know you filled me with so much rage but this i couldn't do anything about it you know yeah exactly like how fucking dare you You know it's the internet man i'd be a hypocrite if i wouldn't say that wasn't his right you know by all means man do your thing you know go yeah it. go ahead if it makes you feel better to hate on a little eight-year-old boy <laughs> that's you know commenting on the video he liked you know yeah yeah it's that kind of thing you know <laughs> the internet right it's uh the uh as in homer put it it's the cause and solution to all our problems uh, beer Yes, alcohol. of course. Okay. <laughs> of course but that is the problem and solution to all our problems. What else? Did you come here with any topics you wanted to hit on specifically? No, I was actually um, I was talking to Hazel today about wanting to talk about topics. I know she wanted to discuss dating, uh, relationships. I want to talk about fem- feminism, but I'll wait till she's here so she could. Um, I have interesting views on feminism specifically. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I think it's you know I- I'll wait till she gets here for that so she could. Well, know. what it's meant to be. Well, I actually have feminism, I, menimism. I'm more for menimism. If, see, either way is a bad thing. But uh, I, I actually, what I really hate is men feminist. Because oh yeah, they're, they're they're pieces of shit. Well, the thing is, they're trying to get laid too. Yeah, they just, they're, they're, they're just they're just trying to do it, and the you know they're just trying to be different. And they're trying to do the the best friend way. The yeah, yeah. Back, they're, through the back door uh, way. What's there's there was a term for them. Friend zone? No, no, no. no there's a term for night white uh, white knights. Yes, white knights. White knights. White knights. Uh-huh. Um, uh, well, like I said, we'll talk about it when she gets here because. It, I I'm not against feminism because feminism what's supposed to be like the original feminism it's supposed it's to be equal quality. And you know I'll be honest with you, I consider now. myself a feminist in that sense, and I really do. And it's you know, and I think most actual feminists would consider myself you know me a feminist as well. Just be on based on what I feel it should mean. But there's a lot of these what it's become. It's what it's become. That's it's become it this Marcy Darcy type of thing mentality. <laughs> this fucking you know uh, if you know Mary or Children that you'll get that <laughs> reference. But it's become what what she kind of it's this exaggerated, overblown type of thing where they hate anything that's masculine, and it's not supposed to be that way no, at all. You should and I shouldn't be hating anything that's feminine. It's it, it's it's tricky. It's trickier. Well, I do have an outline of subjects we we did want to cover. Um, so I'm going to throw some of these out there. Let me know what you guys want to talk about first, cool, cool, cool. and then we'll get it out there. Number one, the movie Pop Star, Never Stop, Never Stopping. <laughs> I haven't seen the preview for it. I yeah, saw a billboard for it. But, okay. uh, All right, let me tell if you want to talk about that first. Number two, Ghostbusters remake slash the criticism. We kind of touched on oh, it okay, briefly. Right. We can continue on it or, or you know, or, you know, go deeper into it. Number three, Patton Oswalt's wife died. No, that's not really a topic. Oh, number four, Blake Lively. She did you guys hear about her controversy over an Instagram pic she posted or tweeted? Mm-hmm. Blake Lively, she's Ryan Reynolds' wife. She's actually an actress. No. Well, that's it. Doesn't matter who she is. Uh, well, let's, let's start on that because damn, that's actually pretty good to have a girl's opinion. Okay, let's get that. <laughs> oh, preacher! Anybody looking forward to the preacher? Oh, Sunday. Yes, Sunday. ironically, right? <laughs> preacher oh. on a Sunday. Uh, yeah, let's talk about that first because I gotta get through the the rest of the. But how many books have you read? Have the ones uh, that are you only the first one? Well, that's okay. that's a good way to start because I guess. Well, uh, actually, John from Friday Night Fandom, the, he he informed me on something I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. What what do you need? 
you want another IPA or Heineken or? I'll take a estrogen beer. Estrogen beer. <laughs> IPA. <laughs> uh, one second, guys. You want another beer, dude? No, I'm still good. We're doing right. For sure. I'll grab one anyway, just for later. For sure. Uh, yeah, John from Friday Night Phantom informed me that they're actually purposely, and they're putting out... By the way, it's produced by Seth Rogen and Adam Goldberg. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So, those are the guys that did This Is The End, uh, Pineapple Same Express. Uh, which one? Uh, uh, Adam Goldberg? Yeah. Uh, didn't he write uh, Scott Tolkien? Did he do Scott Tolkien? Or am I thinking of somebody else? Actually, I don't know about that. And I wouldn't... In, in, you might be right, but I'm not, I'm not sure if that's that. Because the name's familiar. You might be thinking of Evan Goldberg, but... But, Possibly. Yeah, but 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 he they did together as a duo they produced uh This is the End they did uh Pineapple Express a more recent one man what's the more recent one they did interview uh I the think interview? that that's that's the one yeah in the interview so these guys are known for uh, I mean I I really enjoy their films I really like their films they're really funny anyways they decided to do Preacher and because that's one of their favorite comic books this is my favorite comic book of all time my favorite graphic novel I should say. But it's a nine-parter series, and it, it it's not like it's on continuing. It's it has a beginning and it has an end. Okay. It's nine, nine thing. And uh, have you ever heard of it or read no, it? No, I haven't actually. Love it. I love Let, Let and Loaf borrow some of them, and uh, you read the first one, right? Yeah, the first one. They're doing a, a series on it, but they purpose a John, like I said, John from Friday Night Phantom. You can find them on iTunes. <laughs> They're a great comic book uh, review podcast. They they informed me that uh, uh, John John informed me that they're purposely screwing away from the comic. It's not going to be exactly like the comics because mm. they don't want people. What people thought The Walking Dead was going to be that they knew the outcome already for the first few seasons because they were the comics. They're going a little bit screwing away so you get something brand new so you're not expecting something. Kind of kind of like Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, probably. I, I'm not. I don't watch that show. Oh. But yeah, you're. But I've heard it is a little bit different. Yeah, right? yeah, it is. And people are, should expect that, right? Yes. Or did, was there a controversy when they? Oh, no, that's there, there, there was a couple of differences. And then right now in season five, actually, there's no book or show. So right, because he hasn't written it yet. Right. Exactly. I know that's pretty infamous right now. There's uh, a lot of differences. Cool, man. Yeah. So I think that's what they're purposely doing that with Preacher. So anybody who's read, like myself, who's read it or who hasn't read it, like yourself, could enjoy both without having to, like, know what's coming or not know what's coming, you know? So I'm really, really looking forward to this series. Like I said, I couldn't believe. I actually wanted HBO to handle it because there's a lot of, um, not just customer. What would you say? The material they handle is very sensitive to regular viewers. It's pretty, it's, uh, there's like a vulgarity to it. Um, but just the way they're nonchalant about uh, religious, it's even a heavy the topic. They, yeah, even the things they talk about, you know. Uh, like they're basically call they literally call God an asshole, like maybe twenty times throughout the books, you know. So it's like straight up slang. He's a son of a bitch. He's an asshole. So and that's what something that I don't think they'd handle so much in AMC as they would on HBO. Right. Oh yeah. So, but maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. I haven't seen it yet. So maybe they 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 go for it on AMC, you know. Uh, you know, so it, that's, I don't know, the way they portray it, like, uh, I was like, maybe HBO could handle this, AMC maybe not, because it's still kind of regular cable, but I've been wrong before, because my favorite show, Breaking Bad, one of my favorite shows is on really AMC, good. and they, they were, you know, really good, yeah. so, you know, like I said, I'm, I, I should reserve, like, it kind of goes back to, like, judging something before it's actually, oh, right, 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 I just, let me reserve, but I, I'm looking so much forward to this, cannot, cannot wait, you know, yeah, have you, uh, what are you looking forward to that's coming out in, in the new season? In the um, new seasons of television. Um, right now, I'm just I'm really watching and enjoying every episode of Game of Thrones. I'm a huge. You know what? That's fan. one show I really, really want to get into. I feel that if you do, like it's it, it starts off a little slow. No, well I saw the first developed. episode and I loved it. Oh, okay, cool. Then you'll love it. But because it only gets way better. But the only thing is, it takes so much time. 
and like it's not like I have that much time in general. Oh, okay. So it's it's like I almost want to wait till they put it on Hulu or Netflix so I can binge it. Let me know, download HBO. Uh, uh, HBO yeah. Go. Yeah, yeah, I should. Yeah. I should. I really not just for that show, but for other shows. I really yeah, really has, should. HBO has a lot of good shows. But yeah, I'm yeah. I would, I would pay. Yeah, so. I, would, I would totally recommend it. I feel like you'll you'll really enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. Well, Especially when I fuck work moments. You know, like <laughs> oh, I got this. Let me kill an hour or so. Are the episodes about an hour? Yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, fifty something minutes. Yeah, oh man, yeah, but yeah. it's it's totally worth, it, especially this whole new every, every. Not only it's uh it's a little slow in the beginning and very good towards the end, like every kind of show, but the season. Yeah. Every episode's just been wow, amazing. So. I keep hearing, it, and it's not like I know I'm gonna get into. I know I know I'm gonna get into it. Just you're gonna you're gonna shoot yourself for waiting too long. Yeah, I you know I that we had this conversation with the rest of development where oh, it was that same thing where like everybody's telling me like oh not everybody like. The people who are, you know, they were telling me, like, oh, if you like this, you're going to love this. Check their, check them out, check them out. And I waited, I waited till they were already off the air. I waited till they came back on Netflix for that fourth season. And then, like, as soon as the first episode hits, uh, I look, and I was like, why did nobody tell me about this? Like, this yeah. is, uh, telling you, man. It's going to be that way for Game of Thrones, you know? But yeah, that's, right now, that's, like, mainly what I'm watching. Just nothing else, just Game of Thrones right now. <laughs> good, man, good shit. No, so that's it? No, really? You don't have anything else? For now, yeah. For now. Mm-hmm. How about yourself? Please. Uh, Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> That's my favorite too. <laughs> Especially, is it L? Is what's her name? The, the one that kills everyone. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, for real? You're being serious? I don't know. I just have to throw something out there, man. Uh, let's see. I'm uh, getting through Community. I'm. I just started the third season. The first, community. uh, first four or five seasons are the best. Oh, yeah. How many seasons was that all together? Six seasons in a movie. You'll get that joke later, but six seasons in a movie. Uh, the sixth uh, season is it was uh, uh air on Yahoo. Oh, really? Was it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I have to check that out. But the, but the first yeah, I go through the regular ones. Yeah. Yeah, this uh, Abed, you know, like it's, he's the best. Uh, six seasons in a movie. Like, uh, okay, so yeah, you're already yeah. there. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Do you watch yeah. Gotham? Oh uh, yes, I do. I'm very avid of Gotham. Okay. Uh, all the DC show, I watch Gotham. I don't watch. Okay, so the Marvel ones I don't watch except for Agent Carter. Okay, I was for the Marvel ones. I think I was watching the uh, actually not as DC. I was watching Agents of Shield for a bit. That's the one I don't watch. Yeah, I, I watched it for me for two two seasons. But after that, I got bored. You know, the that's Flash not, was actually very good. That's not fair. Uh, out of Marvel, the only one I don't watch is Agents of Shield. I watch Jessica Jones. I watch um, uh, Daredevil, Daredevil, and I watch uh, Agent Carter, which is uh, canceled. So, yeah. but yeah, the DC shows, all of them except Supergirl, I am um, oh, yeah, up to date with. I'm up to date. I actually stopped watching. Uh, I took a little break since uh, January, so I don't watch or I'm not up to date with The Flash, but also this show. Oh, man. The, especially, they're closing the season really, really well. Really? It's the next episode. The last episode for this season is next week, but it really leaves you with everything. Um, it's just like a comic book where they leave with that, that cliffhanger at the very end, like, fuck, I gotta watch that. Probably Game of Thrones is the same way, too, right? It's, yeah, it, it's very different because Game of Thrones has so many characters, so many plots, so many things going on at once. And as soon as you think something, you know, is going to happen or you kind of caught on to it, you know, it's going to happen. Uh-huh. It takes a twist. They kill your main you know, character. Like, what? That, that, and it takes a twist and, you know, it's just 
Yeah. Really cool. You definitely definitely seem way more relaxed this one than you sent in for the last one. I think that happens with all our uh, returning guests. Uh-huh. They always the same thing. They have a little kind of like uh, sheepishness, shyness in the beginning. And then every time they come back for the second one, like they're prepared. That happened with our, one of my favorite guests, Christian Ramirez. Do you remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he first came on that first episode, he, I think he said like 10 words the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> second time he comes on, he's on, you know, he's on it. He's, you know, that kind of thing. But, um, like, hey, man, can you take it down enough? Yeah, no, no. No, 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 like, no, no, no. Hey, man, hey man, it's my podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no. I'll be excited if anybody wants. <laughs> but I'm glad you uh, you definitely feel uh, it feels different. For yeah, you. I'm a lot more comfortable. Cool, man. Yeah, and that's I, great. I think what it was is just I didn't. DJ Loaf. <laughs> DJ. <laughs> so I think I just on. came in uh, with the mentality of you know just not be prepared, see what happens, uh-huh. and actually talk. Yeah. Conversation. Yeah. No, this is great, man. This is great. I'm glad to have you on. I'm having a great conversation. Uh, damn, we're almost an hour into it. Well, it's, uh, what do you think of UFC 200? Oh, you want to talk about UFC talk? All right, let's do it, too. Uh, I think the card is amazing. I'm over Connor not being on it. <sighs> I'm over it. I know, I really never, you know, he's okay. He's okay, but I, I'm not, I, I'm not I, a I Connor just, hater. I, just, I want to see Diaz. Yeah, that's going to happen. 201, 202, that, that will happen. Do you think uh, Connor and Mayweather will ever fight? <laughs> I don't even. It'd be a dream fight, but I also want to talk about it because it's like, come on, okay. If well, I, they they both talked about it, so yes, the but possibility kind of made it possible. Yes, but if that happens, is it going to be boxing or MMA? It's going to be boxing, right? So who's going to win? Mayweather. Say, if it was a May, who would win? Oh, Connor. That's it. That's the end of that conversation. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know? but you're telling me you still want to watch it. Yeah, whatever. I, I maybe I'd watch it afterwards, but I'm not going to pay. Uh, hit, uh, boxing paper or maybe with specifically paper views are ninety nine ninety nine. I'm not paying that. I barely pay for the HD. Uh, no, no, not barely. And I it's really six, love the sixty dollar US. Exactly. Ones. Yeah. Forty nine yeah. ninety nine standard. Fifty nine. Yeah, exactly. And I I pay for those. Uh, you know, watching them by myself a lot of times. You know. And because I love UFC for yeah. this Canelo, especially with HBO boxing, because Canelo, um, the last one that just happened, Canelo versus American, yeah. One week later, they literally put him out. There. Yeah, actually, I, a couple a couple of days after, I was uh, watching TV and the replay, the whole fight was on. Was it like, was oh, literally cool. on demand. I just saw it on Tuesday, the whole thing on demand, okay. and I was like, "Fuck, man!" Um, the, UFC doesn't do that. Actually, Dude, if, if, I'm telling you, if you have the HBO Go, yeah, you get to watch it for free. Afterwards. There you go. There, exactly what I'm talking about, you know. UFC. You work for HBO, man. <laughs> <laughs> Home box office. Uh, uh, UFC waits one month to put out their papers for free. Oh. That so you kind of have to wait on that one. That's why. That's one of the reasons why, like, I gotta get on it, especially with me being like a a UFC dude. Like, man, I gotta be. I gotta like, know what like happens. Day, like, yeah. who's, who's fighting? You, you could kind of like judge it on like the the alerts or the uh, you know the news, but it's not the same as watching it. There's a lot of times. No, where yeah, there's a difference. Like, you, you'll know who, who won. You expected it, but you wanted to see how he won. Exactly, and there's a big difference thing. because it's it's important for argument. A yeah, lot of exactly. times it would be like, oh, he lost, and people say like, oh, he lost, and he got his ass beat. Like that, but, he didn't get his yeah. ass beat. What are you talking about? You know, like it was a great he, fight. Yes, and and that way in the future you know how he fights in case he's going to fight a certain very type important. of fighter. Very important. You'll know how he'll do against them. You're absolutely right. Very important. But, and the card is stacked, by the way. Two hundred yeah. ninety-nine is stacked. I think there's one more fight after. I mean, that still needs to be announced. Uh, possibly, yeah. I think they're that's trying a, that's to That's what Dana that. White's saying. They're trying to fill that. Who are they trying to get for that? Um, I think they're fill, trying to fill with Dillashaw, but I, I know that he just got a different fight. Uh, yeah, it's a possibility. That another, but I, actually, I'm going to 189 in the forum here oh, in yeah, LA. Yeah, here with mm-hmm. um, It's going to be... Wait, is um, what's-his-face still fighting? Uh, I thought he, he's out of the card. 
Chris Weidman? Chris Weidman's out of the car, and he's been replaced with Michael Bisping. Bix- 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 mm-hmm. That's going to be a and I, that, interesting one. That's the only other... Actually, I, I think Rockhold might win, but it's well, not going to be close. It's win. not going to be close. Well, I, I really, really like Bisping, and I like the fact that he's an underdog. And I actually did what, what do you think of the fight between Bisping and Silva? Oh, I thought Bisping won hun- hun- hands down. Really? Uh-huh. Despite he was... You know, he almost lost if it wasn't for... It was a low blow. And I thought that it was legal. I'm not saying it's not legal. I'm not saying he shouldn't have done it. If I was in his shoes, I probably would have done the same thing. But, well, actually, if I was in his shoes, if I'm looking, if, okay, let's say me and you were fighting, right? And whatever. Let's say it's a bar fight. Let's say, like, you insult my girl and, like, oh, fuck it, we're throwing Ooh, down. Okay. And you were to be, you were to, like, if I'm fighting you and you were to turn around, like, because you're completely distracted, I'm not going to punch you at that moment. That's just the way I would be. I'm not saying that if it was vice versa, you may, if I'm distracted and I'm, I have my head turned and I'm talking to somebody else and you might take a sucker punch at me. Okay. That's, that's your opinion. I'm not saying it's wrong. It's, but. it's, it's probably, it seems like it's, it'd probably be the same argument with uh, Mayweather did with, um, what's his name? Oh, Victor Cruz. Yep. Oh, Victor Ortiz. No, excuse Ortiz. Me. Yeah. Victor Ortiz. Ortiz same mm-hmm. thing. What do you think about that? I thought that was a low shot. I'm not saying it's illegal. I'm not saying he, if he wants to win, he wants to win. But most but people, most, most fighters way. know that when you're in the ring. You no, know. no, I'm not saying they don't know. I'm not saying I don't know. I'm not, I'm not gonna argue it. Like, no, fuck that. Like, if I was in that ring, no, no, fuck that, man. I didn't. No, hey, man, he's right. He got me with that shot because my hands were down. Yeah. Uh, it, it was my fault. But I wouldn't have done the same thing. Okay. And vice I versa. see. I understand what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I felt about the Silva Bisping thing. Like. If I was that shoes, like, oh, I'm not, I'm not bitching, I'm not complaining. He hit me, I wasn't paying attention. It's my fault. But if the world's reversed, I, I definitely wouldn't have done that. I would have waited till his hands were up, okay. you know, that kind of thing. And that's how I felt about that. But regardless of that, because people were trying to give that even a 10-8 round. Did if you look at that third round, Bisping was lighting him up that entire round. Bisping lit him up that entire round up until he got clicked when yep. he wasn't paying attention. Yep. You look at the four, and I would have given more significance. If the fourth round he came out dazed and got fucked up the fourth no, round, he came out he came out strong. He, he came, came out, out strong. strong. I'll give him that, and that's and that's where he's he's got a lot of respect because yeah. even after like being that dazed, like literally about he he practically would have lost if it wasn't for you know uh, being saved. The, yeah, you know he came out very strong in the fourth round. Very strong in the fifth round. He it was pretty cool. The fifth round I gave it to Silva. I still gave it to Silva. I gave it to Silva, but it was it wasn't like it was dominating. It wasn't you know it was pretty back and forth. But Silva did. But Silva did better. Uh huh. But round. you look at that. It's three rounds out of five. Mm-hmm. I give it to basically no argument. No argument, especially out of a points round. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not like Silva's ever been a knockout artist. He's yeah. not. You know, yeah, you know, there's only a few people he's actually finished, non-submission, of course. So it was like, to the average fan, you look at the end of the ring, and obviously Big Spring looks fucked up so way more I, than so. So what's your opinion on this big and Luke Rockhold? Uh, Lock, Rock, I never bet against AKA. AKA is that one uh, fight team who, uh, American kickboxing out of San Jose, San Jose. for everybody that lives at home. But Cain yeah. um, Velasquez out of there, Luke Rockhold, DC. Daniel Kramer, DC, uh, Habib Nurmagomedov. Josh Koshek was out of there back there in there. Before. So I never I never bet against AK because uh, Javier Mendez, the main coach for AK, yeah. is one of my favorite coaches. Uh, but uh, Rockhold, there's no way he doesn't win this fight. Yeah. I'm not saying that the underdog doesn't have a chance. No, and especially because especially you this know, year. He's, had a whole, he's had a whole camp. <laughs> Two weeks notice. I give so much props to Big Swing. I'm actually rooting for Big Swing. I'm actually rooting for him, even though it's AK. I don't expect him to win, but I'm rooting for him. And this he, is his first title yeah. shot in forever. This is his first title shot ever. Yeah. 
Kind of like White Man with Silva. Oh, yeah, kind of like that. Well, for well, that... Well, that's a trend, yeah. No, for that, it was more like Weidman cleaned out the division. <laughs> so uh-huh. they, they uh, you know, they needed kind of, you know, he needed... Some, it was a surprise type of thing. Uh, you know, no one expected Weidman to win that one. He yeah. a huge underdog. Yeah. This one, kind of, it's a little different, like I said, just because... You never know, though. Every, you know, Bixman's got... It's not like he has a knockout power, though. So yeah. it, you, you really expect him to box, rock, outbox Rockhold? I don't think so. I, I re- I'm ho- I'm rooting for him though because I'm rooting for I like Big Spring and I like underdogs, but I never bet against AKA specifically. What about Jones and DC? I, DC. Here's my opinion. Sure. Same reason. Here's my opinion. DC's gonna win. Oh really? Like, Great. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. Ba- based on John Jones' performance last fight, he could say what he wants. It's tricky though. He say it's rusty. Mm-hmm. If look, if DC did not get injured, DC would have won. Hundred percent, easily. Yeah, well, I, but if I, he and, fought him the same way, though, they might have, he might have fought him a different way. No, yeah. but I, I, I DC, DC would have been more pressure, and he would have won. Mm-hmm. Now there wasn't that much time from that, you know, that last fight to uh, UFC 200, which is going to be what July, uh, July 10th, I think. Yeah, something around there. July 10th. Yeah. So I think that's enough time where Jones is going to actually get, you know, back, back in to, the groove. Where yeah, like the old Jones. Would it destroy DC any time, any day? No, I don't think any time, uh, any day. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Well, how close was he? Did he finish him? No. Anytime, any day is a finish. Yeah, I guess. But no for, the most, for the most part, let's say they did I mean, three, do you three think... fights in a row. Uh, I would have given Jones all three. I would have given two out of one. I would give, yeah, I think three. So uh, what about uh, Gustafson? Do you think Ooh. Jones? Because that was a five round fight. I think, I think, uh, Gustafson has a tough one. Maybe. 1-1 one, one and decision. You know what? Okay, let me give it to you this way. Because Jones's reach has always been everyone he's ever fought, with the exception of two people where he's looked good again. He's looked amazing in DC because he's special, because DC actually has a chance. But everybody else he's ever fought, his reach and his advantage Ooh, has yeah. been that one thing. Like, he should be fighting a heavyweight with yeah. that big. He, you know who his reach matches? Uh, Stefan Struve, the skyscraper, the guy who's seven feet yeah, tall. Yeah, yeah, I know he is. That's who Jones's reach <laughs> matches. Eighty-four inch reach. Stefan Struve has an eighty-four inch reach. Someone who's six-four matches a reach of seven feet. That's an, a crazy advantage. And every single fight, he uses that to advantage. You know who who he's looked horrible against? Gustafson, who had who was Gustafson just, was like if you like out of all the fights that Jones been, is the one that's given him the most problems because he's a little taller than him. So he wasn't able to use what he uses more against other light heavyweights. Who else did he look shitty against? Regardless of ring rust, it was your uh, um, homeboy, uh, your uh, Ovain Saint Pierre. Yeah, yeah. Who's just the exact same height and reach. So it's just like uh, the only one who who wasn't his height and reach that would look trouble was DC because DC's special. So when you take away that advantage, he's not that special. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But so, so there's just people that have that advantage and still. You know, don't win or still don't use it. Who? On light heavyweight? Not light heavyweight. Um, just, just in, I'm saying, yeah. you know, in general, like to have. Well, I'm saying him for special. He's he looks better than he is. He's not as good as everyone. He's not the go. I don't think so. Yeah. I'll give that to Demetrius Johnson, hundred percent. Oh yeah, Demetrius yeah. is a. I think last, he's the go. That last fight was just amazing. All right, man. I thought I thought yeah, I was wrong on this. I thought Henry Cejudo. I still thought I thought Demetrius Johnson would have won in decision. Yeah. I did not expect the, the first round, fifth round. I did not expect the first round finish, man. Yeah. And I was wrong. Yeah, it that listen, was amazing. Yeah, like I said, like there, to me, people considering um, uh, Jones as a as a goat, I don't think so. Like, I'll give that to Silver or DJ Demetrius Johnson. I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not holding Jones in that discussion. 
you know, me personally, just because he's had trouble against Kovacic, just because he had trouble against DC, and because he looked so shitty in his last fight. Yeah. Part of that, a lot of people are saying, is because he now that he is sober. In a year. Well, not just that, but because of soberness. People think a lot of that advantage is that crazy drug-fueled dude that he was. Like, that's part of that creativity. That's part of that I-don't-give-a-fuck attitude. Like, he's going to go for a broke. And uh, people say now that he's sober, maybe maybe you need a little bit wild man. You don't need a sober John Jones. No. You know, people are like, hey, let him be an asshole. Let him be his fucking he whatever. I think know? I think people are liking him more for for actually like not faking and trying to pretend that he's not who you know. But he's back to faking it. Why are you trying to? That's what it's crazy. Like everybody liked you better when you were authentic. Yeah. Now that you're back to trying to fake being a good guy and get your life back together, we know that's not you. Stop well, trying to pretend. Because well, because he. What's that? Oh, that's why AA is for quitters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well said, sir. No, but even, but like, like I feel like people like kind of, you know, they're not saying as much because of what he's going through with his uh, grandma. Or, no, my oh, his mother. mother. Yeah. Mother, yeah. So it's, mm-hmm. and even DC is just like, you know, doesn't even go that harsh. But this, you can tell DC just really doesn't like him. Well, actually, after that same fight that night against uh, Ovin Sapir, he said, like, hey, bullshit aside. Uh, he did, yeah, I, I heard. And yeah. I was like, Very respectful. props to DC, but Jones wouldn't have done the same thing yeah, for him. Yeah, he wouldn't. Because DC, Jones is an asshole. He's on the regular an asshole, man. He should uh, just accept it. That, people, no, people like he should, yeah, he should just be the bad guy. Be the heel. People would like you better if you're the heel. Look, as look, opposed, look at the Diaz brothers. Look at, guy, no, you know who you should look at? Look at Roman Reigns from the yeah. WWE. <laughs> Nobody likes him because he's a phony. It's the same thing. Like stop being a stop being a stop being a baby face. Stop being a heel pretending to be a baby face. Yeah. Just be a heel and be a heel and accept it, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's just no, dear brother is a perfect example. They're heels and fuck them. If, if you don't like them, fuck them. You know yeah, that's how they, they feel. They don't, about they don't give a fuck either. Yeah, that's what, that's what I keep saying. Like and like I said, it transfers performances. Jones, stop trying to you know just go out, go for broke, be who you fucking are, and you'll have a way better. Sir? You'll have a way. Do you, do you think GSP is it ever gonna come back? Okay, let's move away from that. Yeah. I do think he's coming back. I honestly do. Who do you think he'd come and fight first? I Longer, don't want him. Nope. Don't want him fighting for the Diaz. title. Do not want maybe a Diaz. I don't want him fighting for a title. I want to see uh, super fights. And he, I he said the same thing too. He he Good doesn't. Friend. He said he doesn't give a shit about the belts. That he wants to be known as the best fighter, and he just only wants to fight good big fights. That's 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 what I want to see. I feel the I same feel, thing with BJ Penn. You know, I don't want to see him fight anybody who's in the top five, top ten. Give him a super fight. I just want to see him perform. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I, that's what I actually I wouldn't mind George St. Pierre versus Silva. To be honest with you, that'd be a great that'd fight. That'd be a great fight, that'd especially be, now they're pretty equal. They're a little over the other. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. That'd be a very good fight. It'd be a great. And people have been saying that forever. A catch yeah, because I know, I know if if one eighty came back rate. now, I think Lauder would win. Oh, there's no doubt. I don't think I don't think anybody in the top. I think if he fought Conde again, he'd win. A uh, Conde would win. I don't think there's anybody in the top five that. He, that he can't be. How about how about just? I know it wouldn't happen because they're in the same uh, camp, but oh, Roy McDonald, McDonald, that's my boy. That's yeah. my boy. Roy McDonald would win. That's that's my favorite. One hundred percent, Roy McDonald would would take All it right, for sure. Him. Yeah, I, Roy is one of those guys that's. Uh, I mean, look at the Lawler fight, dude. He's such he's a beast. such a warrior. I love him. Such I love Roy McDonald, and that's, he's such a cool, nice guy. Yeah, he's too. such. A, he's and he's actually a nice guy. He's very such nice. A he's Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, he, but. You gotta give him respect, like to get, like to oh, break yeah. your nose in first, and then you know win the next couple rounds. Oh yeah, he he, he, he would have won that in points. Yeah, he he would have yeah. won on if points, he just finished. Yeah. But it's just 
Dude, if you saw him, like, he was just so dazed after that Lawler fight afterwards. It's just, wow. Yeah. But, you know, I was, yeah, I, I was worried for him. Like, damn, I think he took some brain damage. Yeah. But it looks like he, he's a little bit better now. I want, I want to see how he does in this last fight. I mean, or this upcoming fight. That he yeah, had. against uh, Stephen Thompson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They shouldn't have yeah. given him Stephen Thompson. Hopefully. Because they're literally killing two uh, title contenders right there. You're killing, I mean, excuse me, they're killing one contender. You could have had him fight something else, and then each of them could have fought for the title. Because, but right there, giving them both each other, they're kind of counting each other out, which yeah. sucks, man. I like both of them. You you would have McDonald go again of, against Lawler again for the third time after he's lost. Twice. I would have given Woodley, honestly. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I can see that. I would have given Woodley somebody to, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm against that. Because a lot of people don't like that. A lot of people don't want to see Misha Tate versus Ronda Rousey 3. A lot of people don't want to see uh, Demetrius Johnson versus... Uh, Joseph Benavides. I would have liked to see Maisha T. Rousey now because I'm saying about third fights. Switch. Yeah, I'm saying after, about the, after, but after of course now she's a champion after losing twice and going for a third fight. Of course after, now because she's a champion. Yeah. But we're talking about like Just people, in general. Yeah, people that are champions like Lawler, like Demetrius Johnson, like Ronda Rousey at the time. Did it? That's why uh, Misha got fucked out of that Holly Holm fight. Mm. But they didn't want to give him something. It's a third fight. Who wants to see a third fight? Like I want to see a third fight because it's completely different each fight. I want to see uh, Joseph Benavides who. Who's probably, if not Demetrius Johnson, at featherweight, the best. Excuse me, at uh, uh, flyweight, flyweight, the best, the best, you know, pound for pound fighter other than him at that division. Same thing with Misha Tate. Same thing with uh, with uh, Roy McDonald, Robbie Lawler at 170. You know, like I want to see the third fight, even though if they, they lost the first two, I'm not one of these guys. Like I don't want to see a third fight between them just because we already know the outcome. I I, I want to see it. I would like to see it, and I would have given Roy McDonald against Lawler that third fight. How epic was the second fight? Dude, you don't amazing. want to see that again. It was, you know? it was amazing, but it wasn't a it wasn't a third fight. <sighs> it wasn't a what? I feel I feel I feel McDonald would probably win on a third fight. Yeah, I think so too. I honestly, uh, Lawler uh, is who I most uh, my style is ex- when I you know tr- Lawler. It's exactly like Lawler is very very uh, very top a top striker with good uh, takedown defense. Yeah, that's he's a exactly, very technical, very technical striker. Uh, that's who, that's who I pride. My, well, just he's a combo dude. That's who I pride myself against, and that's who who I my style mirrors his the most. So he's a guy who I look at and like, damn, that's who I want to be, or who. He's the closest thing to, you know, just yeah, looking at. He's a fighter, you know, well-rounded. Just, yeah. Um, but I think uh, Roy would would have won that. Um, if they fight again, if, I think if, Roy would win. Yeah, he's, he's got youth win. on his side, and he's got uh, – he's the one that's technical more than anything. He, he's, he is going to become champion. He he will be. I hope so. He, he will be. It's yeah. just right now it's not his time. You know, he's, he's still very young. He started very young. But, oh, yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah. And he was very good, very young. But yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll eventually. He'll eventually. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get away a little bit away from UC talk. No, you're staying quiet back then, man. Oh, I was posting on uh, Susan Goes <laughs> Instagram. All right. Yeah, well, let, let's get away from that. No, it's cool because it gives me a chance to do all this. Uh, oh, okay. All, all the... That's fine. Okay, do you want to jump on to the X-Men controversy? Uh, uh or the no, well she's done. She's coming, right? Hazel's coming. Yeah, she she's <laughs> going yes, but hasn't responded. Let me check my. Okay, let's go with the uh, pop star. Never stop talking. Never stop stopping. <laughs> uh, you so you haven't seen any trailers from that, right? I've seen, yeah, I've, I've seen the trailer. You have Moises. Uh, yeah, seems, what do you think? Good. It? It, seems, yeah. it seems it seems gonna be funny. I I like him. I hope I don't. I hope he doesn't get bad because uh, what was that movie Hot Rod he did? He started. I liked it, man. It sucked. It so sucked. Bad. You it liked sucked, it, but I liked it. It really? was enjoyable to me. What did you like about it? Uh, Ian McShane's his dad's. Oh, he's, he's, Ian McShane is the best. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, because um, there's always those movies, you know, that, you know they're not great. They're not uh-huh. going to win any awards, but it's, I don't know, there's like, you get like a kick out of it. And I just, uh, just the way that they, inter- like, Kim and, um, I forgot the characters in the movies, The Rest of Lonely Island, just mm-hmm. the way they interact with each other. It's a, I don't know, to me it's funny. Like, I just, well, I just hope this movie doesn't get judged on that that one, is what I'm saying. <laughs> so, But if you like that one, I think you'll like uh, Popstar. Well, yeah, like, I think that's all, also a thing, just because I get the kind of humor, I get that, you know, they have Lonely Island, I get, you know, like, all the SNL skits. Dude, you know, Lonely Island's hilarious. Yeah, but they didn't write Hot Rod, too. That's not their movie. They're, they're no, no, right, it. but yeah, they're in it. You know? But this one is theirs. This is their humor. This is their... So the sketches you like on Saturday Live, this is what they're doing. Right, because Hot Rod wasn't like that. So if you happen to like that one, that's almost completely different. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do want to reference the SNL skits, you know, because that's, I, I that's thought them. they were great. They write, they direct, they produce those, and those are great. Oh, they don't produce them, obviously. Uh, yeah, uh, Lauren, Michaels. Lauren Michaels does, but they write and they direct those. Mm-hmm. But if you like those, then yeah, I think this movie is for you. I, I from the trailers, when I seen the trailers, it looks hilarious, and I think there's a very um. You know, obviously there's a mockumentary feel to it, but there's a very like I know what's going on, you know what's going on, let's all have fun type of hmm. type of mentality to them, and yes. I and I like that man, I really like that, you know. Yeah, you saw the trailer. Uh, did you? So you, are you like what you saw? Yeah, it seems good. Yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan. So I like re, uh, see what I like is Brooklyn Nine Nine. Brooklyn Nine Nine, huge fan good of that stuff. show. Huge, good, good fan. And I hated Adam Sandberg because I didn't really like him on Saturday Night Live <laughs> unless it was those uh, Lonely Island Boy sketches. Yeah. And I hated Hot Rod, and I was like, man, this guy's so fucking. Yeah, he's a wannabe Adam Sandler. That's what uh, I, I looked so, at him as was. He's, he's funny. Man. And actually, at the beginning, that's what he was. He was a wannabe Adam Sandler because he he really did kind of take up his mantle. I don't want, it's to say wannabe is kind of demeaning, but. He was in that boat, yeah, uh, but he really kind of shine outshined. He he became his own. He came into his own. I guess. Yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine, very good show. I fucking love that show. It's one of my favorite shows. And like I said, this I've seen the trailers for this, and this looks great. It looks good. Cannot wait for this movie to come out. It's coming out pretty soon, I think, right? Uh, sometime. Mm, Anything else that's coming up that you guys are looking forward to? Uh, besides X Men, yeah, just just X Men for now. Yeah. All right, we'll get what into this. What do you guys think of Civil War? Amazing movie, by the way. Oh, I love it. I the fucking. Range. It for whatever three reason. Three times already, I've seen it. For whatever reason, I, it reminded me a little bit of uh, Batman and Superman. Well, it's a, it's kind of the same for heroes finding heroes for certain ideologies. Yeah. So for that part, it is uh, very very similar. I don't like how people are comparing uh, the two in case like because like, uh, you know yeah, movie has got a lot of hate. Yeah. Yeah. Because got a lot of hate. People are saying like, "See, see, DC Marvel's doing it right." You know, like, no, no. These movies can stand on their own or yeah. independently from you having to compare. This is a shitty movie that's with a similar premise. This is shit. It's like people saying like, if Armageddon, you know, Armageddon came out around the same time as Deep Impact, and like if Deep Impact didn't do as good, Deep Impact didn't do as good as Armageddon, and people are like, "See, uh, see, Universal, this is how you do a meteor hitting move. Like, why would it <laughs> have to do with each? You know, like just because they release." Similar the theme movies. Theme. Yeah, and Hollywood's always done that, you know. But it's, it's ridiculous to see, like, oh, one won, the other one didn't, or one was better than the other. Like, see, this is like, like oh, why? Well, I, was just, I was very curious to see how they're going to have that many heroes all fight. And they, and they actually did a very so good, good job. Mm-hmm. Very good Very job. good. Very good. I was, I was very impressed. Movie. I was like, damn. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, man, the, the writers, the, the director, yeah, they know... They got a good. They got a good head on the shows. They absolutely know exactly what they're doing, and they did. They were uh, everything actually was really good. Black, Pac- uh, Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. The ones who should, uh, stood out for me was Black Panther, Spider Man, and Ant Man. Those are the three. Oh, big... Spider- amazing Spider Man, by the way. Yeah. Oh, great. Pun intended. <laughs> <Pun> intended. Great <laughs> Spider Man. Yeah, dude. Tom Holland. 
on what he was in on stream for like ten minutes, twenty minutes tops. Already better than all the uh, five other Spider-Man movies. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Did you finally get to watch Batman vs Superman? Movies? Not yet. Not yet. Jesus um, Christ. Jesus. You're waiting for Blu-ray or what? Oh uh, no. <laughs> are you are you waiting for it to be in Rope? It's not Super Saiyan. <laughs> <Saber. laughs> oh, is it really? Yeah. I no, I mean, I'll check it out. There's like a website where I watch like those movies. Oh, uh, you don't want to see it in the big screen? No, I'll watch it. It's uh, just one of those things I just never got around to. I like damn. last movie I saw was when we went to go see Civil War the other day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's you liked it? You like BVS? Yeah, I think I'm. Well, I I have done it through uh, social media, but yeah, I really loved it. It was yeah. very good. Same, man. Same. Yeah, I don't. I did think Captain America was better if I'm rating the two, not comparing the two, but if I'm rating the two. Yeah, if you're if you're rating the two, but it's. I'll yeah, say you, nine. You and, they're, but they're not even in the same page because like. Well, I'm, like, I'm just saying out of movies like the same. Yeah, out of movies. You know, yeah. I'll say nine, nine point five. That's yeah. how I'd rate them. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I, I thought it was very good. Yeah, man, absolutely. You know, I, like I well, let you know. Getting back to Civil War, I don't want to touch too much on it just because we're going to do a full review on it on the next episode. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I, I really liked um, uh, the Russo brothers, who, like we mentioned, they did they you know they direct a lot of community episodes and a lot of rest of development episodes. So they had they know how to bring the humor, and I really thought this was a lot funnier that we're used to for seeing a Captain America. Oh film. yeah. You know, usually you don't. You get the kind of you know, Marvel has a good, good way, good to, couple of jokes. Yes, oh, exactly. Yeah, but this one was lines. legitimately like, oh shit, that's yeah. good. You know, they it really had me in that kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Are you excited? Let's go on to X Men. Are you excited for that X Men thing? I am. I'm excited. I, I'm just like based on what I've seen, I feel that maybe this it's too much CGI. I don't know. Oh like, really? I don't know if you guys feel the same way about that. Uh, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just going. I'm just going based on like the, all the billboards and you know the trailers I've seen. So I'm hoping it doesn't disappoint. Well, I felt that way about Toy Story. Too much CGI. I mm. didn't like. <laughs> I just want to see a whole bunch of green screen. And <laughs> I, don't suits. See, I don't want to see fake uh, toys walking around and talking. Yeah, I want to see Tim Allen's face. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you think that too much CGI is going to be a factor? I think, I think. Hopefully I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm really Is that the I'm only wrong. thing? Do you think, how do you look at the story, the acting, and the trend, from, based on the trailers only? It, it seems, it seems alright. It seems mm-hmm. good. Obviously, you know, X-Men's always, always been good movies. They've always been good movies. I just, I'm I don't know if they've movies. always been good movies. <clears throat> no, not always. In the beginning, it was a little rough, but, um. Well, actually, I think the, the first two the were first, solid. First one was really good. First one was great. The second one was better. And I thought the third one, they just like, what happened? Did you like Origins or I mean, not Origins, um, uh, the last the Last Stand. Last Stand. I thought that was good. Yeah, yeah like but not it. better than one and two, or did you think better than one and two? Uh, I put them in the same place. Oh really? Yeah, I don't oh, think they were bad or good. Well, the same director as the first two. Um, Brett Ratner. Brett Ratner, yeah, okay. as the first three, excuse me. So it's kind of going back to the roots because when the Wolverine Origins movies came out, <laughs> they weren't that good. But uh, I didn't, and not that I didn't like them. I did like them. I gotta, I don't know. I, I think it's one of those where like the more you watch it, uh-huh. then it, then it kind of like it's a, it's like a piece of gum. It just kind of lost its flavor after a while. Kind of saw it for. Not that that like okay. So obviously the Deadpool thing is a factor. You know, I I really don't like the what they did with the fucking uh, uh you know <laughs> Deadpool. So fucking... that didn't happen at any point. What? Where he had like the the no sword? no not at all no I I heard it did <laughs> no maybe after the movie came out they they shoehorned it in but it was not a part of the Deadpool um uh, uh fandom it was uh Frank Frank had told me that before he said like there Which was Frank? like Frank uh Frank Christine he had told me that 
I, I'm trying to find a reason for them to come back on because I like. Oh uh, yeah, me too. But no. <laughs> no, we can bring it on, uh, bring it back up. But he said that at some point, uh, I don't know, it was like a really small series or something yeah. where that actually happened to him. No, I mean maybe like I said, maybe afterwards they shoehorned it in as a. We said before because like, we were watching it. Or I don't know, but. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, not that I know. And it would have been brought up 100% on any of the channels. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, what, I might be wrong. I might be wrong. No, that's cool. It's not like I ever picked up. Oh, no, I did. I Deadpool Gable books. I have a couple of those. But uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Anyways, they ruined that character is what I'm saying. <laughs> back to back to they ruined that they, they ruined that character who's who's uh he was kind of like the Marvel's Harley Quinn. The fans, you know really really kind of get behind this beat kind of yeah. level character and uh the movie wasn't and then the kind of like a lot of the stuff in the movie was like plot holes and they ruined continuity for the other x-men films it was like man they missed a lot of both but it's still enjoyable you know what i'm saying it's still cool to see the action scenes there's a there's a couple cool scenes and the, yeah, yeah, yeah and i actually kind of like the wolverine the japan one they did oh yeah the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah wolverine. definitely i kind of like that one i like that one too yeah like one so too. It's not like it's, I don't think it deserves the hate it's getting as much as, you know, everything like, oh, they suck and, you know, along with the third, you know, third X-Men film. But but it's definitely like um, not as good as the first two X-Men ones, I, in my opinion. I, I do like the first yeah. Anyways, this one is getting a lot of controversy because uh, it, it's kind of getting the whole thing with BVS. Uh, half the people like it, half the people hate it, critics especially. Really? Critics are have the critics. I, I I well, there's three critics I watched. Two of them said it's awesome. One of them said it's it's the worst out of all the films. And uh, like X Men Origin, I'm assuming like X Men Last Stand, bad, <laughs> like or if not worse. But the two that I like, um, they usually tend to be like they're pretty level headed. I agree with their opinions more than anybody else's. Okay. Sure. But on Rotten Tomatoes, it's getting like forty something percent. Like it's really? low. Yeah, it's low on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Oh, critics, man. not not fans, because obviously it's not out to the masses yet. But the critics on the Rotten Tomatoes are saying like forty seven. You know, pretty low, pretty low. And like, oh shit, man. Like, but I still want to see. It. I keep hearing Oscar Isaac's performance is awesome. Everybody who's acting is, seems pretty good. Yeah, you know, it seems pretty solid. James McAvoy and uh, Homeboy. Um, Magneto, what's his name? Uh, Michael Fassbender. Michael yeah. Fassbender, thank you. I mean, I, they're a great actress, period. You know, those three actors alone, they're they're amazing. So, Olivia Munn? Oh. <laughs> I don't know about acting, but yeah, I, mean, I, I, I don't definitely like Olivia to look Munn. at her. <laughs> okay, Olivia Munn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I don't think it could be as, like I said, me and Lo, you know, we we're kind of talking about Earth, me and Loaf are way more open. I don't hate as much on movies as much as, you know, other regular people who are looking for things. I don't go to, for the most part, if it's not Tyler Perry, I don't go into movies yeah. with my arms crossed. You know what I'm saying? I want to, like, please, please, I want to be entertained. Yeah. Yeah. How, how do you feel about that stuff? No, same way. Uh, come in. There's maybe certain movies, like, for example, Star Wars, that came with a certain mindset. Um, what else? Not just, just Star Wars, but everything else coming in and open, trying to see what's... Uh, you know what what it has to offer. How about you, Luis? Uh, from the how you come in watching movies. No, yeah, same. You know, like like it's not just not just entertainment value. You know, it's just not like oh, keep me busy for two hours. You know, it's like oh, you know, I see it as art. You know, like yeah, hey, let's see what this has to show me. You know, appreciate yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. So so uh, I try to give something a chance it's very rare that I find something that I actually like the thing is a movie mate well, she's not coming in I don't know we're already almost an hour and a half into it so she ain't coming she ain't coming 
Fuck. All right. <laughs> I wanted a woman to... That goes our, uh, half our topics. So Damn it. I mean, we can still have the topics. <laughs> but then it would just be, uh, it would be, uh, excuse me. Just angry email. Well, try to convince her. Try to convince her, so... I'm trying. Yeah. Uh, is she far away or what? No, she said something came up, but I'll let you know. I'll probably be, uh, be there. It'll be over soon. Uh, I'll probably be over. Just give it a quick call. Yeah, and then yeah, you actually will put it on pause for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's okay to finish right. this post. Um, yeah, do you remember the NPR sketches on SNL from, like, the 90s? Like, the late 90s. When, we used to, when I used to I watch mean, them anyway. I, I kind of do. Or are you talking about the uh, sweaty balls? Like, those kind of things? Uh, yeah, uh, that's what Alec Baldwin was a guest. Yes, yeah, yeah, but it was that kind of thing. Like, where Anna Gaston and who was the other one? Molly Shannon. Molly Shannon. Where they were, like, radio hosts type of thing? Yeah, on NPR. Was it NPR? I didn't even know. Yeah, they, they were doing then. NPR. I think that was a thing. That was a joke. Oh, okay. They were doing NPR. I thought it was just, like, a regular radio show or whatever. I didn't know they oh, were specifically man. doing that NPR. Huh. I just remember that. It was, uh, like... Whenever they would introduce a sketch, yeah, it would just be like some kind of green screen, like some random like shot. Yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. just like it's some NPR little random radio station, and like nothing to me, nothing uh, too big. But uh, uh, I just remember that it was just kind of like, oh, welcome back to Delicious Dish. That was the name of the show. That's what I thought. I, I didn't think it was NPR really, but I thought it was like a talk show, a food radio show. Yeah, but that's what they were talking about. But it was NPR. That was the thing that they addressed like at the beginning of the skit. Well, let me cut you out real quick because yeah, John yeah. from Fine Nine Ben just sent me a, a picture <laughs> of uh, a red glass table with cigarettes and a bunch of drinks. And and he says something, hey, snooze and booze. And I was like, oh, what's up, man? You do? And he's like, we're at a strip club. Savannah loves hood rat shit. <laughs> so shout out to them for that. Not bad. Uh, not bad. Not, I'll get him in the. Uh, yeah, so yeah, what were we saying? So yeah, on Saturday yeah. Live, NPR thing. Oh uh, yeah. Oh uh, uh, yeah. It, it was just uh just the way you mentioned it, you know, and like the way you pictured it in the beginning, it was just gonna be like that for a while, where it yeah. just be like just friends and family. This is very, you know, modest, uh, like, kind of, like, thing that we're just doing. Yeah. You know, our closest people does any, yeah, to yeah, it. Nothing yeah. too big. And it just reminded me of that. Oh, because that's what you expected? I hope well, we I mean, got like, well, No, no. Well, when you said that, that's kind of what I pictured in my head. But, mm-hmm. like, I didn't even know what to expect. You know, I just, because it was all kind of, like, foreign to something completely new for me. Yeah. So. All right, cool. Definitely see tomorrow. Are we going to go or no go? On yeah, she go. said she could be here in an hour if you guys are still. Oh, no, we're probably going to. You just said never mind. <laughs> we're about to close up in, uh, after this. We're going to do some fan questions. All right, cool. But before you, like, I know you wanted to bring up um, feminism, right? Oh, yeah. It kind of leads into one of the topics I want to talk about, but Blake Lively. Like, uh, do you know the actress? Her, she was in um, a Green Lantern movie. No. She I... was Ryan Reynolds' girlfriend. Well, she's actually Ryan Reynolds' wife now. But she was, that's why they met on the set. And anyways, she got hit on because she's a white girl, you know, obviously a very, she's like a Gwyneth Paltrow type. Yeah. Just not as famous, I guess. But she got hit on because she was at a red carpet event and she posted a great body, great, great body. But she posted a, a picture of her on the red carpet from backside where it says LA face with the Oakland booty. Uh, if you're familiar with that, it's a quote from Sir Mix-a-Lot, uh, mm. Baby's Got Back. But she posted that and she got a lot of hate for it because um she thought people thought commenting that it's semi-racist that it's all this bullshit oh, like what do you guys think about like like 
Well, like reverse racism. That yeah, kind of I guess so. But like oh, but white people posting lyrics from like rappers or just some urban or oh, more urban. Do you think it comes off as right? No, right? No, it's not. It's not racist. It's yeah, just, it's undeserved hate. Hate, right? What the fuck? Why was she getting as much it, hate on? It? It, She's it, got a great ass, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, my 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 thing is people people laugh at you know. Let's say you know you're a activist for let's say gay rights, but mm-hmm. you know you'll listen. To, Which again, I am. <laughs> you'll listen to <laughs> you'll listen to comedians like bash about fat people or or black people or all these different things but when it comes to certain thing that you're you know which i do which you're big on and then all of a sudden you know you want to be the activist and talk shit and you're offended but to everything else that you know someone else was uh mentioning you're you're not you're not offended do you know what this come up kind of in one of the fewer episodes were uh with consider our uh melchor a longtime fan of ours who keeps asking questions, but, like, uh, I don't get offended for many things at all, at all, and if I do, it's very brief, and I get over it really quickly, and Melchior said something that really offended me, and Which it was, was, if you don't mind me asking, it was something about the military, okay. uh, uh, Marines specifically, and it was just like, hey, man, I hit, fuck that guy, and then, like, <laughs> about a minute or two later, and I, you know, I responded, and a minute or two later, like, I got over it, and I just started going back with the comedy of it, you know? Like, oh, let me let me, let me me go back with the joking shit, you know, let me go back. And I was like, it'd be hypocritical of me to be... Because I'm very one of these guys who, like, not, I'm because I'm very offensive, for the most part. I'm a very offensive person, but it shouldn't... It, it, and I'm very preaching much about censorship. I'm very against definitely, censorship. I'm definitely. very against, you know, even the way I am with my, my children... I'm very against censorship. I'm very against anything. Uh, be, I'm, I'm I'm against anybody who gets offended. I'm against them being offended. Agreed. You know that kind Agreed. of thing. Agreed. So I so I'm like, man, I'm offended. All right, I gotta get over it. I gotta get over myself. And it it took literally a few uh, like a minute or two for me to be like, all right, let, let's you know, time to get over myself. You know, if you need to be able to laugh at yourself. And this kind of thing where like uh, a, a girl who means no offense whatsoever, she happens to be rich, she happens we have white privilege, she happens to be rich, she happens to be a semi celebrity, and she posts something that's a lyric from uh you know an African American artist from a black artist, and she and she offends people like is that her fucking duty to be uh so nice or so uh place or blah that she can't like I need, whatever I post I have to look out to make sure I don't offend anybody is that her fucking job? Yeah. Can't she just post whatever she feels like because she thinks it's funny or she thinks it's it's cool, and without having to worry about somebody like uh, pissing somebody off? Who gives a fuck if she does, right? Well, most most people are pussies today. That's what I'm talking about. That's most exactly you know that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, you gotta you gotta walk on eggshells. Why? Yeah, exactly. But I, 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 yeah. trust me, I don't. I I'm 100 with you. I don't I don't see why. Obviously, you you know you're not gonna go and you know lack of respect try to go offend purposely on people. But, not purposely. But no, you no. know. If, if you say something, it's your opinion, whatever, and you're not trying to purposely, you know. Or if it's for someone. a joke, like what she said was yeah. for a joke. Yeah. 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 Or you know, you're you're just doing it for you know being silly or fun. Mm-hmm. You know, it shouldn't it shouldn't be taken offensive, but you know, I don't know. Uh, it's tough. Oh, man, I hate it. Internet, right? <laughs> uh, well, since our uh, since our friend Hazel might not join us, uh, you want to bring up feminism. I wanted to hear your whole opinion on it mm. before we go into uh, fan questions. No, I feel, well, it's not even a feel, it's just, yeah, I actually just want to have a topic and discussion about it, because, I don't know, I'm, I'm very interested about it. Yeah, strong feelings on you, right? Yeah, well, yeah, yes and no. Obviously, I feel just like everything else, you know, women feel like they're victims, supposedly. Not all and, women, right? No, no, obviously not all of them. There's, you know, there's a, there's a definition of feminism, which, you know, obviously, you know, I'm for equal rights, you know, everything equality. like that. But what it's supposed equality, to be. Equality, exactly what it's mm-hmm. supposed to be, but people 
today, take it to... Well, you, know, you can come to me. You can't be aggressive. You can't, you know, do this. You can't be... A, you know, yeah, you can't be masculine. That's pretty much, you know, um, I'm thrown off by it. It's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, I don't think that's feminism. Anything that comes off as too guyish or manlyish, all of a sudden is offensive to women. Yeah, that, like, why, not, why, that's why not why offensive. Would yeah. Uh, we're we're obviously different people. Obviously, you know things that you know women are into. Sometimes men aren't, and then, but I feel like we're also being limited as what you know, like what men do. Like we're obviously, you know, if we're we're out there, like for example, as a guy, you can't help but you know, if there's some beautiful woman walking by the street, mm-hmm. and you know, you look that you can't help but look. It's Genetism. just it's in your nature. But yeah. it's if, actually if genetics. A, yeah. yeah, it's <laughs> actually genetics. You just you, you you can't control it. But if a woman sees you doing that, you're a pig. You know, you're. Mm-hmm. You're just seeing a woman as a as a piece of meat or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what I meant by that. Yeah, you're not yeah. you're not free to be a, a guy. Obviously, you're, you know you're not gonna be. A it's not all either, women. It's but, not all women. That's no, no. It's just yeah. there's certain feminism now. But again, I'm not saying equality isn't bad or anything. That's I'm for that as long as it's for that, but mm-hmm. nothing else. Yeah, well, definitely what. Uh, I mean, that happens to do with anything that's, uh, it's almost pseudoscience, anything that's popular, anything that's pop, you know, pop culture, people take that and they turn it into something that means completely different from what it's supposed to mean. I mean, fuck's sake. I mean, we got Che Guevara on t-shirts in like when he was totally against capitalism. And I mean, that's just an extreme version of what, and that's what kind of feminism becomes the new hot topic to be the new Caitlyn Jenner on the cover of sports magazine. Are you fucking serious? You know, like, uh, you can't, Caitlyn Jenner didn't do shit. Bruce Jenner did. You know? Yeah, but we're yeah. not allowed to say that because we might be it's, offending it's not PC. certain people. It's not PC, so we're not allowed to just call them out. We're not allowed. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> we're not allowed to call people out on on their bullshit because because we're supposed to be accepting of everything. It's like now we're getting to a, a very very gray it, line. It, it's fine accepting, but what about questioning or if you just want to you know comment on something? That's, that's what I'm talking about. It's a very even, gray even line. that it's just gonna get you in trouble. It's a very gray line where you're getting like if you have opinion an opinion about anything, all of a sudden you're gonna get that hate redirect towards you because you don't feel like you transgender should be using the same restrooms as like hey man this is my fucking opinion can I not say it speak my mind. No, you're not. You're supposed to be open to everything. You know, it's 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 kind of extreme liberalism. Liberalism is what it is, and it's and not to say that extreme right wingism. You know, it, it, there's wrongs to yeah, extremes because, of any yeah, factor. Because, you know, obviously Trump's doing the same thing. He has his own opinions. Apparently, he has a lot more supporters than we thought. No, I thought that all along. Yeah, really. Well, because oh, I travel a lot for. I see Middle America a lot more than everybody else does. We don't see it, but white people are the majority. Right-wing white people, specifically, not all white people, obviously, but right-wing white people are the majority in this country more than by at least 70%. We don't th- we don't see that because we only see minorities here in the big cities. So the big cities has – you know how many black – you know what the – what do you think the percentage of black people in America is? Just your, your based off opinion. 20%. 20%? It's 14%. 14? Second, second biggest minority outside of Hispanics. What Hispanics is, guess what it is. 11 percent what yes right it seems so low we don't get it though because we don't see it because we're in the big cities we're in the big uh, metropolis areas or not but you go anywhere else and it's and it's not to say it, I'm, not, I'm not trying to make this a lot like minorities it's a versus, thing or minorities right. versus no, no no but the right-wing conservatism a lot more than people think here in southern california a lot more than people think in northern Cal- in San Francisco or the Bay Area, a lot more than people think in in New York or in Florida or in Houston, Texas. You know, like 
you look at the majority of it, there's a pretty big world out there, and people just don't see those opinions because they're not privy to it. Because mm-hmm. we are technically in our own little social bubbles. Yeah. Our friends are our friends, and they're just we have the same ideas, similar. Whatever. Yeah, and that's kind of who we surround ourselves. We don't realize that there's a whole other country out there, a whole other country with a millions and millions of more popular people. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, uh, right wing white, you know, white people who have this certain opinion or a certain view that agree with what Trump's saying a lot of the times. And it's, it's, uh, and it's not surprising. It's not surprising to me. I get it. And I, you know, a lot of times I don't blame them. I mean, they have a certain view They're, They, how do you expect them to relate to us when, 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 when they don't, they don't deal with us on a, uh, on a day-to-day, on day-to-day basis. basis. They don't, they just don't deal with minorities on a day-to-day basis. So they have no idea what the things we're going through or, the, and we have no idea what they're going through. That's it's right. the same way that, we, how are we going to judge, uh, you know, like I said, we seem way more transgenders just based on the fact that we live in L.A. The fact that we, you know, we, we oh, okay, we see, you know, you know, so we're able to deal with them. You ask that to explain to a 40-year-old woman who's a, a devout Christian Baptist and that she has no idea where these people are coming. She doesn't no, see and, them as and people. That's, and, that's, and that's why I don't, I don't get upset like when, what was it, the Clipper, Clipper owner or Lake, uh, Lakers owner? Lakers owner, yeah. Lakers owner said that thing. It wasn't surprising mm-hmm. me because Sterling, obviously yeah. he's born in the 60s, obviously when, you know. I when, thought that was when, least racist. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. He didn't go, say the N-word? Go, growing, that's growing progress. up. That's growing, progress. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say the N-word, that's progress. <laughs> but growing up on his time, you know, you know, being like that was, was okay. You know, that was socially yeah. acceptable. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, all of a sudden the last maybe decade, maybe less than a decade, you know, it's obviously it's wrong, but you know, someone growing up and that's their that's their beliefs the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you expect that. You know, it's not it's not a horrible thing. It's you know, they just is, don't know any better. Than yeah, exactly. They yeah. probably don't know any better, but I mean, they probably yeah, do. Now, but, by now, yeah, yeah of course. They, 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 obviously, you know, they they say those things in closed doors, but that's just you know, they were raised different. They were raised with uh, you know the ideas that you know they could say you know a faggot or they could say the n word anything like that. You know, it was fine then. No, it's not. Yeah, it, I mean, like I said, it's almost acceptable ignorance because they don't know better. You know what I mean? And then sometimes it turns into like, no, that's not okay. We were kind of debating this last last podcast because like, is it acceptable ignorance now that we have the internet? Like, you should know better now. You have fucking Google at your fingertips and you still like speaking this way. Like, no. no. But what if you don't have Wi-Fi? Oh, okay. And then it's acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's always going to be some kind of loophole, no matter how uh-huh. much progress there is. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be somebody trying to just like fucking just grab onto something, you know. For- I, I honestly think they, the, yeah, trying to grab onto it as it's it's almost like. But the internet is no excuse anymore. Like you don't have an right. excuse anymore. If you're not, if you're under fifty and you're you're still thinking that way, now it's shame on you. You know what I'm saying? Like before, it was like okay, it's okay. But now, no, now you have no excuses, man. You need to get with the program. Progress yeah. is coming to you, and you need to, like I said, you get the program or you're in the fucking wrong. Basically, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. That was great, man. Uh, that was a great, great topic. We're coming, you know, we're coming to a close right now. But let's go through some fan questions. What um, are the fan questions? We got some, <laughs> we got some pretty <laughs> good ones. You had tagged me in this, uh, earlier this afternoon. I was yes, reading the a couple and I'm like, like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck? <laughs> the Instagram? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Let's Jesus, to, what the fuck? Let's go to Instagram. That's a, that's a fun one, man. Uh, all right. All right. Here we go. Oh, uh, Penny Stole My Heart asked, 
That's our friend Brenda, Brenda Ramirez. She's a loyal listener. She's a, I thank you very much, Brenda, for listening. Thank you, Brenda. She asked, uh, do you ever have the urge to poop at a particular store? Serious question. I'm not trying to be nasty. No. Is there any stores you go into where, like, damn, I got to take a shit as soon as you go into? Uh, <laughs> no. No? No. Oh, she said this about Ross. Actually. Really? The Beverly yeah. Center? Yeah. Specifically. So every time you go in there, like, man, I'm going to take a shit. Well, because everybody, they're so shitty. I can't help it. That's funny. Did you set that to yourself up for that? That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she said that about Ross, and I actually feel this way about Target. Did you guys ever feel this way about Target? <laughs> I was taking this shit a couple times at Target, to be honest with you guys. <laughs> uh, I food for less. I, was... I, I, I really don't give a shit. No stores. Doesn't matter. No, There's no stores that makes you take a shit <laughs> no, whatsoever. No. no. I, in the yeah. morning, maybe at night. Mm-hmm. Pretty much it. Time of day for you. Doesn't matter with the stores. Yeah. No, Starbucks. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe Starbucks because you're because of the coffee. coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all right that's all right thank you very much brenda for question, that question man. funny question <laughs> May- okay fucking samantha mayhem poochie asks long time listener first time poster <laughs> if you had to take a dick would it be a blowjob or in the butt hashtag fuck it hashtag seven inches <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> thank you very much mayhem poochie uh samantha that's my little sister uh all right what do you guys think uh, if you had to take a dick, gun to your head, you couldn't choose to die, you had to take a dick, what would you be? In the butt or in the mouth? That's yeah. a, And it's seven inches. That's hard. Because I always debate, like, if it's a little it, dick, Is that part it. of the thing? It's hard? Is that part? That's no, funny. Because okay. uh, <laughs> I'm always debating, like, if it's a little dick, fuck it, I'll take it. That, that, I'm not, it's not gay if it's a little dick. It's but like an oversized clue. But seven seven inches is right, up, right up, uh, slightly above the average, so what would you... Well, I mean, that, that's like a regular dig. Like, what, what do you guys take in the mouth or in the butt? What's oh, less oh, gay? I, that's, that's literally <laughs> what I had in mind. <laughs> I, I honestly think the butt, uh, for me personally, I'll go first. I'll, I'll take, I think the butt is less gay just because the mouth is so like, uh, you know, everything that goes into your mouth, you know, like Bad kissing, dude. kissing, you know, like just, it's so intimate. Kissing Bad is dude. intimate for me. Oh, thanks. Kissing <laughs> is so intimate for me. So, like, I couldn't put a dick in my mouth because it's intimate. As yeah. far as the something that I shit out of, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah, that, that's personally how I feel. How about you, Moses? Shit, I don't know. Uh, I think I'm leaning towards mouth. I I'm can't. Say now that's, thing. that's, that's pretty gay. It's honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm leaning Only towards mouth. I can't. Uh, no, no. You'd get nut in your mouth? Yeah, no. I, I would say cashews yeah. and Adam. <laughs> yeah, Adam and Steve. But, yeah. No, yeah, I'm leaning towards mouth. Both of you guys? I'm leaning towards mouth. Like, you know how we had this discussion on a past pod, uh, past podcast? Not this specific about, one, but... No, no, no. Yeah. It's, uh, we had a discussion uh-huh. about how, like, if you could blow yourself, yes, would you? Yes, correct, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's just one of those scenes where I'm just going to pretend like, you know, that's I'm just going to just put it all in my head, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know that's way different. What, what, what that it's not even close to being the same, though. I know it's not the same, but that's no. as close. Because I mean, I can put like my own dick in my ass if I could. Not that even if I could, I would want to. But I'd probably, I'd, like, I'd probably I'd, rather do that than in my mouth. No, because be when if you if you do it in the ass, isn't there like nerve endings where you have positive sensations? Yeah, of course. And if you're having positive no, sensations, does that make yeah. the male G spot mm-hmm. located. You know, and if you're having positive sensations with the dick up your ass, mm-hmm. no, of course not, because you have positive sensations like fuck a sheep. But just me, because it doesn't mean I'm attracted to a sheep. It doesn't mean I'm... There's some sexy sheep out there. I'm just oh, saying. yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it has nothing to do with my nerve endings being, uh, you know, stimulated or not. It means what I'm attracted to. Yeah, so, uh, you know. Yeah, but in this scenario, it's not like... Yeah, I'll, I'll if your dad were to fuck you in the, in the ass, or your mom were to fuck you with a dildo, 
Does that all the men you're yeah, into incest? Down, Are you attracted to your mother just because you have nerve sensations? <laughs> no, of course not. Has nothing to do with that. Yeah, it's just your body reacting to Correct, the, exactly. The yeah. Stimulus. Exactly. I'd rather, I'd rather have my body not react to my body stimulus having a dick on I'd me. rather have to not answer this question. <laughs> I'd rather... But we're having to answer this question, okay. so that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, next question. <laughs> I would just say, just like... I don't know, just mouthwash and a whole bunch of Novocaine. I mean, there's definitely... I guess, I, mouthwash. I guess what the point is, is the way you look at what you think is less of, less worse. Because obviously, since we're all straight guys, what you think is less of, you know, like, I guess intimate... For me, personally, it's intimacy. Like, kissing, I find very intimate. Anything with a mouth is very intimate to me. Hmm. So I wouldn't want to go anywhere near intimacy because there's that correlation. So, you know what? Fuck me in the ass. I don't give a fuck, but just do not kiss me. Or do not... Like, I'd rather... I, I almost would rather... Uh, taking the ass and kiss a guy because that's just the intimacy level for me the mouth hmm. thing you know that that's kind of how i'm viewing it for oh, you okay. specifically though you guys are looking at like a penetration as in a vulnerability almost you know so it you definitely don't is a vulnerability. right so you don't want to take it in the ass because you guys are like no that's violation that's a violating thing so i'd rather just like all right let me just take a shot in the mouth type thing. you know that's it's kind of that mentality. i think it but for the most part, I think we're all saying the same thing. Like, what's less gay to me is, you know, what's less gay to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, the fuck you for oh, that question. Hopefully, there's no questions like that. <laughs> yeah, there is. Kind of, we're oh, live streaming right now. Wait, what? <laughs> no, there's one more that's similar. but Oh, it's Christian. Uh, it's that Christian. Once again, he's a newfound father. Congratulations. Christian Herrera. He's a buddy of mine. Old buddy of mine from the old core. Uh, I don't see him as much as I wanted to. I gotta have you on the. Po- I want to have him on the podcast, so open invite. But he's a loyal listener of the podcast. I appreciate you listening, and uh, congratulations on being your dad again. Anyways, he says, uh, "What is the best WWF moment you witnessed?" Fucking great question, man. I was a big fan of the WWF Attitude Era. Uh, how about yourself? Did you like the wrestling at any point in time? Yes, I did, but it's just been such a long time that I don't even remember. You don't remember any good moments that you saw that was exciting to you? Jeff Hardy. Anything oh, anything Hardy. he did, right? Anything with Jeff Hardy. So exciting to watch. Jeff Hardy man. was just fucking amazing. So cool. He was really one of those guys that put his body on the line for yeah. entertainment. Yeah, yeah. You know, your respect. Nothing but respect for that guy. Loki, so, did you ever watch that? Re- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go, no, anything with Jeff Hardy. I was going to say that. Reiterate. Uh, man. Oh, uh, shit. I say uh, Undertaker, just because I like this song. I was like, oh, man, this guy's <laughs> Really? Yeah. Uh, but if, if it came to song, I, I, I like the game song. It's all, oh, Motorhead. Uh, it, no, is it Motorhead? No, yeah, no. Motorhead saying the game. It's all about that game. And yeah, yeah, play. That's yeah, Motorhead, yeah. uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. even did a live show one time, one of the WrestleManias. Motorhead nice. was there live. Yeah. Rest in peace, love me. Rest in peace. <laughs> uh, for oh, me personally, uh, I, I want to say anything with The Rock because he's just so fucking funny. He's amazing. He was hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. But specifically, I remember there was a moment where he um, – imitated a bunch of people he was going to face that like whatever it was raw or wrestling whatever he so he imitates uh kurt angle and he does this he looks just like him he imitates uh rakishi he imitates stone Cold. <laughs> oh, rakishi, and he does he, he does their voice he imitates triple h he does their voices so good like because uh, he's you know how the rock talks he's like well the rock says you son of a bitch and then he's like then he's like switches like oh maybe, maybe i gotta face stone cold and like Maybe I got fish. You know, it is, oh my Maybe god, he's so fucking, fucking good. You know, like, god damn, you so. Um, anyways, anyway, The Rock, anything with The Rock, but specifically when he makes fun of other uh, moments. That's my favorite WWE. He's he the best uh, shit talker. Thank you very much for that, Christian. Uh, El Cinco Seis Dos. That's our buddy Eric from um, the uh, Spin That Back podcast. Oh, excuse me, Spin That Back YouTube channel. <laughs> oh, I got that wrong last time. How many times have you ja- have you jacked it off? Have you jacked off to an animated or fictional character? Oh shit. 
Great question. Huh. Animated or fictional? What do you guys think? I don't I don't think yeah. animated or fictional. <laughs> Anything? I don't know about animated. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think fictional like Rapunzel. Some some she like having yeah, her hair pulled. That was hot to me. That's the animated now. <laughs> Rapunzel? Yeah, Rapunzel. <laughs> Uh, okay, so nobody. Yeah, I said Rapunzel. I said Rapunzel. You jacked out to Rapunzel. Was it a porno version or just the uh, Disney version? All right, fuck it. Well, uh, (laughs) back in high school, Uh I I know, I know, you know, like a friend of mine. No, um, a friend of a friend, Uh like one of my friends, like her boyfriend. Who uh, names? 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 Are we gonna do like? Yeah, hell yeah. (laughs) Uh, Evelyn. Oh, Evelyn. Evelyn. Who we were talking about on our number one podcast, by the way. Oh, were we? On our first podcast, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, um, her boyfriend at the time, back then, he gave me, like, this, uh, it was, like, a sports bag. Was it his name, Jose? Uh. Okay, no, it, 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 might, it, it might doesn't be, matter. It might be. But, uh, anyway, he gave me, like, the sports bag filled with, uh, porn VHSs. Nice. Cartoon porn. Really? Cartoon porn. <laughs> what was that scene from 40-Year-Old Virgin? When he's like, no, I don't want your box of it's porn, porn. Andy. <laughs> and all the lights in the apartment. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there were Boner like, jams in 95. Boner jams, like that, right? <laughs> um, and uh, it was all, car- well, half of it was cartoon porn and half of it was like this weird like uh, BDSM shit. Okay. But like for the cartoon ones. Rodney uh, Shadam is masochism for anything. Oh, yeah. They were all like uh, these like animated reimaginings of like you know just these classic you know tales of that's know, awesome there there was a cinderella one by the way oh okay and there was this one part where a guy fucks a tree <laughs> and Evil it's the funniest style. shit you will ne- you will ever see that's not bad man so uh, Moses, how about you? oh me no, you want yeah, me to go first yeah, go first uh, uh not too much me, i have no story on that <laughs> oh no okay no, uh for me personally like, there's, yeah. there's times where like i thought you know i'm a huge comic book geek and I love fucking comics, I thought I'd be more into it than I have been, because I'd look up for, like, Harley Quinn, Catwoman, you know, just, ba- you know, even Batman, like, just the parodies of him, and I thought I'd be like, oh, this is great, I'm getting to see, like, characters who I, I have you little crushes on, and, like, really, like, ah, uh, I think I'd just rather watch, you know, uh, uh, what's her name, like, uh, Mindy Mundane, or I'd rather watch fucking, uh, whatever the porn star is, like, yeah, I think I'd rather watch, take a, take a dick or two at the ass, like, uh, yeah. you know, it, it, like, it, it really wasn't that much of a turn on to me as I thought it should be, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. is that a fair way to say it? No, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, so I guess for me, it was, you know, that's a boring answer. You know what, we're actually gonna cut off right there at Instagram questions, we'll save our Facebook questions for next week's episode. Because we're kind of running a little late on time. But, uh, dude, I had a great time. Did no, you guys thank enjoy you, yourself, man? man? Thank you for having me. Dude, this was really good. we got to have you on again. I appreciate you coming no, on sure. again. Yeah, you know, when, you, when you're when you on as a second guest, aside from the nervousness you get over, it doesn't become an interview format anymore. It just becomes one of those long, regular conversations that we're yeah, having. Yeah, I felt better that way. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And if there's anything we missed or anything you wanted that we mentioned that you want us here to talk about, Leave us the questions in our Instagram post or our Facebook post, and we'll get to it on the next one, I swear to God, man. So I appreciate you guys listening up for us. And you know what? We did cut the time, so we are going to be able to post our number one episode up. Yeah. And I, I hope you guys enjoy that and, you know, see the evolution of it. And congrats to the one year again. Appreciate that, man. Thank you very much. This has been Snooze and Booze, bring you cheers, tears, and pretty good beers. That's about it. All right, here we go. Um, I'm Steve, and this is... Loaf. 
Alright, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell me about, a little bit about yourself, buddy. Alright, what's going on, guys? This is Loaf coming to you from... Long Beach? <laughs> <laughs> Long Beach, California. Uh, how you doing, Stevie? Uh, good, man. Thank you. Uh, Loaf, tell me how you... Like, you're a guy who's had, like, a dozen nicknames. How did Loaf stick with you, or how'd you get it at the... How'd you first come, you know, how did... Origin stories, basically. Origins, man. Um, I got in eighth grade. It was in my algebra class, and uh, it was a group project where I did not do shit. <laughs> and it just came the time to uh, turn it in, and I'm just kind of sitting there like... <laughs> I guess something's happening. I don't know what. And then a friend of mine's just like, "Man, you're a loaf. You didn't do anything." <laughs> and I was like, "What? So a, it was what? a negative thing, right?" Yeah, it was. Yeah. It had a negative connotation, I guess. You know, but no worries. You know, but you turned it into like a positive. Uh, I guess so. It just depends. Like, I don't know how like people took it as. It was just more like, like I don't know what a loaf was. At least at that time, yeah. you know, it was just like loaf but you came but you turned it into from a negative to a positive now everyone just knows you as that loaf well yeah you know it just kind of evolved over the years you know no uh but you took one of those negative aspects of the words and you turned it so positive over the years right you know i just took it from like uh middle school like i i think i took it That's just about 20 years ago though right uh just about all right uh, it was no not exactly like mm-hmm. it was like maybe 95 no it was probably a little bit actually no wait I think it was for yeah. years. Yeah, 95 years. No yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah, so that's something that stuck with you for more than uh, more decades than you've been alive, right? That kind of thing. So uh, yeah. Uh, definitely. And do you, do you see yourself like uh, uh, like in a proper format? When, let's say you you ever get married or anything like that, or you ever have something like... you Would you want something you know formal and have just loaf on there? Are you that much identified with it? Or are you okay with hmm. Luis being... you know uh, Your real name is Luis. That's what Luis, it is. Luis, absolutely. Yeah, would you... Okay, no, no. This is like... you know, No no time for, you know, whatever. <laughs> let's, let's be real. That kind of thing. Oh, no, I get you. You know, when it comes down to it, like... Sir Luis Don Quixote, you know, yeah, like one of those, you know, yeah, absolutely, yeah. you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you're, but you are written team. That would be awesome, just so you know, though, if you have just Lofi. Oh, man. I invite you to Lofi. I have Lofi written on my high school diploma. I really? promise you, it's on my high school diploma. I had a similar thing with, like, my high school ID where I had changed my last name to Stefani. I, <laughs> I do remember Steve that. Steve Stefani because of Gwen Stefani, of course, and I did it, like, on paper and in the yearbook. I come In the yearbook, that's how I remember that's it classic, also. man, yeah. Uh, but so is something like that, or how did you manage to have that happen? Um, I was talking to one of the office people, like, I remember I used to get in trouble a lot. Yeah, just yeah, for same here. <laughs> we were whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, just a uh, uh, background. Uh, Loaf is my cousin, you know, let's say that kind of thing. So we, got, we grew up, we literally grew up across the street from each other. <laughs> like, <laughs> Pretty much. So it was, uh, you know, you whatever, you know, you know how cousins are your friend, your first friends, that kind of thing. So we got a lot of history here. So, yeah, okay. same thing. Yeah, uh, grew up, I mean, um, got used to get in trouble a lot at school and yeah so, so you know i was like really buddy buddy with uh all of like the office uh staff and whatnot okay cool and then um so it was kind of a good thing right good way. no i think it was pretty awesome you know like uh right. her name was mrs ballesteros <laughs> and um i guess like she was like the chief something or other i don't remember her exact yeah, position you know but i just remember i got called into the office one time it's like oh you know um like oh like, come in have a seat or whatever it's like oh, okay like i know you wrote this on your thing i don't know if that's what you really wanted it to be and it was lofi l-o-a-f-e-e because that's how like my friends used to write <laughs> lofi back then right you know? right right and i was like oh yeah yeah you know like um i mean i'm fine with it you know i don't mean to offend you or i don't know like there are any standards <laughs> to this yeah and uh she's like oh yeah you know like i mean hey you know what 
this is your moment, this is your experience, you can write whatever you want. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with it, you know, this is, like, me. Right, This right, was right. me at that point, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But considering this is, like, how many years ago, like, and, you know, she was, like, super cool about it. So, yeah. Um, I was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. And, like, the funny part about it was, yeah. like, when my parents, you know, they saw my diploma. Because it was, like, in this, like, this, like, leather-bound, like... Yeah, the legit one. The yeah, uh-huh. booklet or whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow, you know. <laughs> and then he opened it. What? <laughs> like, like, how are you? How do you expect to get a job with something like that? Right, like, right, really? Right. Are you kidding me? Like, like, oh, my God. Like, it's my diploma. It's not a big deal. It's yeah. like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. like, they were just, like, so disappointed, you know, like. Yeah, I there's, there's definitely life. things that I, I, you know, they're not as big a deal anymore as you would think of it at the time. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Like, you know, there's Absolutely. definitely a lot of things like that where. Like, damn, I really blew that out of proportion. There's really no one gives a fuck, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> Definitely. But, dude, um, I was there at your graduation, I remember. I do but, remember. But I don't remember if they announced Lofi Medell. Did they do that or no? That's what I do not remember, Damn, honestly. I wish that I, that's one of those things, like, when you... Uh, when I go, when I die and whatever, like one of the things I wish I could do is relive every moment I ever wanted to relive, and just to see how the experiences, how my memories hold up to the actual hmm. experiences, and that would be one I'd, I'd like to go back in time and just like not necessarily change it, just relive it, you know. And I would, re- I'd wonder if they say low female. <laughs> yeah. There you go. It's you, man. That's funny. Well, like you always gave off. Uh, I think it's our, as far as I remember, you always definitely gave off like an RC vibe, like a different individual type of RC vibe. Mm-hmm. So I could see where, where the council, um, and that's always that's always specific, like when the adults in general, but like let's say the teachers or staff, when they see you a little bit different, like oh okay, he's he's got he's got his head a little bit ahead of everybody else because you know you, you got to the whole like um, uh, at least in my experiences, it's been like you don't you're not the typical like. I don't want to say it sounds stupid when you say it out loud, but the whole norm follower type thing. You're obviously oh, yeah. you're you obviously set a goal. You set yourself apart from everybody else in the class, that kind hmm. of thing. And you're giving off an artsy vibe, like I know what's going on here, and I'm good. And I yeah, I got you. You know, it's almost like a wink between you and the teachers. You know that kind of vibe. Did you give off? I mean, I'm sure because that's hmm. the vibe I got from you, and that's the vibe I had with my teachers. You have off the similar vibe where you guys just knew kind of like ah okay, that kind of thing or no? You know, like um. Like, the only way that I could relate to something like that is, um, it was my senior year, and it was, um, English. It was in my English class. Yeah. Uh, my teacher was, uh, Miss Maruna. And, um, like, she did this thing, like, whatever, like, teachers do, like, their whole little spiel, like, at the beginning of the class. Yeah. Beginning of the year, whatever, trying to get to know anybody. Uh-huh. And her thing was, like, at first, like, she's, like, said her story, then everybody goes around saying their story. A little bit of them, yeah. And she said that she used to teach at Jordan. Oh, okay, cool. You know, it's like... Let me give a little backstory for this. Like, um, like I went to Jordan, and it's typically known as, like, a pretty ghetto school. And it is. I'm not going to lie. It kind of is. And Loaf went to CAMS, which was uh, California Academy of Math and Science. I won't forget that. Mm. Um, and it was a little bit more for, like, a little bit... Um, people ahead of the grade already, uh, you know, speaking of. People are just a little bit more, like, a... What would you call it, like an Excel program type thing? Uh, like a magnet school. A magnet I'll say school. Magnet okay, school, cool. Definitely. That's a good step. So that's the that's the ref, the key of reference there. Right. And um, you know, she said her thing, and then you know everybody went, you know, told their stories, and then I told my story, and then I told her that like, oh, you know, like as a matter of fact, I had a sister, mm-hmm. have a sister, that went to Jordan. 
it's like, oh, you know, like, uh, like, what's her name? Her name was Lourdes. And um, she was uh, a student in the IB program. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, that's where I used to teach. And it's like, went back and forth for a little bit. It's like, yes, I taught your sister. It's like, oh, wow. You yeah, know? yeah. I hope you're as good as a student as she is. <laughs> and I, rem- I will not forget it. I told her, like, nope. no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't give a fuck about this. <laughs> and as the year progressed, like, she learned that eventually. And she she was, like, uh, I guess, uh, like an authoritative uh, nemesis. Oh, okay. Like, I see that. That's just, nothing at all what I was talking about. Didn't. But that's even cooler, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just didn't go over, you know. Like, she tried to get me kicked out of school really like that huh like just like we just didn't but butt heads you guys butt heads uh, to say the least absolutely. yeah yeah that's definitely like there's a problem too because there's two types of ways the teacher can take it one like when they see someone that's uh ahead of the curve not necessarily like an iq points or anything like just like ahead of the curve on knowing how the world works hmm. you know that's really what it is about knowing how the world looks like when you know like like me and i me and you both know when you have that like kind of like acknowledgement like like, me and you both know that this is kind of bullshit in the real world. And there's no, kind of a heads you. up to that. Absolutely. And teachers can either take it like they're going to try to prove you wrong or like, nope, you're not going to fly that way in my class. Or they can be like, oh, okay. He knows I'll give him a little bit more slack just because he he's not the typical whatever kind of thing. This was a teacher who was uh, – uh, she was Miss Gratchet or what was it? Nurse Nurse Ratchet from uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, right? That was my <laughs> oh, kind <man>. of thing. <laughs> she was That's being that kind of role, right? <laughs> Okay. Uh, let me backtrack a little bit because you said something earlier that interested me. Uh, you said everybody else is telling their story. Now, um, was your story a little bit different from everybody else's? Because I know schools like that usually, like, I mean, stereotypically, they're usually Asian and white or Indian or something, you know, that kind of thing. It's not pretty much not Hispanics or blacks. You yourself being Hispanic, right. do, you, do you find yourself, your story being a little bit different than everyone else's when they're getting up telling their little piece? Um, honestly, like, back then, like, thinking about it, just like, not even in just that moment, just like in that general experience, you know, the, yeah. just the demographic of it all. Um, it was like, okay, there's like a lot of white people, a lot right. of Asian people, and there's like lots of Latino people mm-hmm. and Indian people. Like, this is a pretty decent mix of like yeah. a lot of people that I wasn't exposed to pretty like in my, right. um, yeah. in my middle, middle school, school years, right, you know? Right. Because, um, you know, l- 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 typically Long Beach schools... So you guys know our, uh, the wh- white people are the teachers. <laughs> Everybody else is black, Hispanic, or Samoan. That's pretty much your, your run of the mill for wherever you go. Uh, there were a couple of Samoan people, but yeah. not too many. Um, like, like I don't know how to like describe it in a way where, you know, like, I guess like if, like, I guess if you came from, like, a, I don't know, what is this, urban? Would you describe this, like, yeah, absolutely, urban? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you know, like, yeah, that's what you Spade a spade. It's hoodies. Pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> you know, you have your Latino people, you have your you know, African-American people, mm-hmm. pretty much, with just, like, sprinkles of different uh, ethnicities, right, I guess, right, you know, uh-huh. in the background. But this is actually a pretty good mix of, like, everything else. And, you know, just that school itself, it, it was considered a public school. Right. But it wasn't, like, too public where, you know, you could just, like, move into the neighborhood and just, like, jump in your sophomore year or anything. You yeah, know? I didn't think so. It was just... Uh, I mean, it definitely gave a vibe off that it was a little bit more, um, I want to say legit, a little bit more, like, highbrow than anything. You know what I mean? Um, it had a... Dis- not discreet. Uh, I can't think of the word. Mm-hmm. Distinguished? But, uh... Well, it's, like, the way that they do it, just, like, entry level, uh, ninth grade to mm-hmm. twelfth grade. There's no, like, in-between. Like, nobody could just, like, you know, just move into the neighborhood, like I said, and um, 
and just you know just like kind of like oh well this is my second semester over here or whatever yeah yeah, yeah i got you it's um like they couldn't do it i don't know like what the thing is you know because it was still considered a public school right right but not anybody could just you know join mid uh-huh. whatever yeah. And, so, um, so it did kind of give off an elitist vibe. Do you feel about it? Oh or? yeah, yeah, definitely yeah, that. Okay, you know, cool. there's you know you have like your rich kids. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, like did you ever from. feel like outcasted in there? Or did you already you you met your close niche of friends and you guys stuck together that kind of thing? Uh, you know what? Like at first, you know, I thought I was a loner. You know, mm-hmm. there were just like a couple of people. that was like, oh hey, what's up, man? You know, like right, right. That you, I guess, a camaraderie, but it was still very distant. Because you had no, because usually how schools goes, oh, at least, like, every time you move up, at least 50% of the kids, you'll still see at the next school. So from elementary, oh, gotcha. at least 50%, from middle school to high school. For the, but for this, you probably had nobody, right? It was me and three other people from my middle school. Oh, that's pretty low percentage, then, yeah. But even, I'm sure you probably didn't even hang with those kids back then, right? Or uh, did... At first, you know, like, through our ninth grade year, yeah. and then, you know, obviously, you know, like... Everybody just evolves, you yeah. know, just little by little. Of course, you know, we yeah. Join different groups of people. But and... this really was like almost like, oh, you're a guy from a whole different other place coming to a school where you know hardly anybody. Pretty much yeah, for the I most part, you. you know. Mm-hmm. And um, but you know, like yeah, you do meet people, you meet friends, and like people you come, you know, in close contact with, where it's like, oh wow, you know, these are my uh, brothers, you know, mm-hmm. like I guess, you know, just Peers, at that yeah. point, you know. The people that you pretty much hang out with at lunch or yeah. passing periods, whatever, you Absolutely, know? Absolutely, yeah. And, um, like, yeah, man, like, I just remember, you know, just, like, these, like, random, like, little keystone moments where, like, the first time that I smoked pot, you know? Absolutely, yeah. Like, they were there, and we went here and did this <laughs> and that, you know? It's like, wow, like, looking back, it's like, dang. It's almost just like this, like, a, like a map, you know, just like a random, like, pictures just like spread across a page yeah absolutely and it's like i remember that i remember that i remember that you know yeah but obviously you can't remember specifics but it's just like one of those things where i just look back and it's like yeah that's my youth yep yeah remember that and don't regret it either you know that's i definitely i know you mean by that well speaking of friends that you had over there uh one of them happened to be uh evelyn uh ramirez right absolutely now this is uh one of the close niche friends that you were talking about right yes uh the reason i bring her up is because um because at the time I had a friend in my where I was going to middle school, uh, and then you mentioned that no, actually you didn't go to high school, but in middle school at the time you were going to high school, I was in middle school, right. uh, and her name was Esley Ramirez, and she happened to be actually we didn't even find out till way later, right? It was just like random coincidence, like oh shit, like <laughs> yeah. really? This is already like a year in or so, maybe even two years in, I don't know. At least like, you know. But Esley was one of my uh, closest dearest friends, if not my best friend at the time. And, um, you know, we were, you know, we'd always hang out and talk out and it, 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 we didn't start, um, hanging out each other's like, like going out together, like group, group wise until when we found out or, or that's, is that how we found out? I think I went to her house one time and you were there too or something like that. Yeah. yeah. It was just like super random. Like, because I remember being surprised like, Oh, what are you yeah, doing same, here? same. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what, yeah. yeah. So she happened to be the little sister of Evelyn and it was and after that we started hanging out like on the weekends more like oh a group group events I think right. and I remember specific times where we would just because they lived in the apartments uh, where they had a pool and we'd just go over and swim for a while I do remember <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> yeah so it was really really cool I remember that I remember like, over a market uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I had somewhere like on L or something like that. But really, yeah, the one, right across the seven ten, man. Yeah, I do remember that and also. And then I remember, um, and, and that was really cool because that was all my like, you know how you're like my dad for me at least because I was younger too specifically like, 
uh, when I want to go hang out with my friends, I'm like, oh, well, uh, Nene's going to be, uh, uh, Loaf is going to be there, but Nene at the time for the challenge. Uh, oh, Nene's going, you know, I'm, can I ride, can I go with him? Like, oh, okay, if he's going to go. So it was really like a big brother type thing because, like, oh, okay, if he's going to go, yeah, go ahead, you know, do your thing. <laughs> and I had to come back like the next day. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> so I don't ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's kind of thing. Like, uh, what else? Uh, going to like the LA County Fair together, we went one time. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Off the top of my head, I really don't. Well, me and Evelyn weren't like uh, I think I know you guys were doing stuff, but obviously me and Esley weren't. Um, you know, we were a little bit younger, so we weren't too involved in like we were the kind of guys that would would drink like at the time like i drink a beer like mm, this is awesome and i'm like oh shit this sucks so i wouldn't drink more than two so i wouldn't get drunk but i'd pretend like i'm having a great time oh, but i'm man. getting high off the fact i'm hanging out with cool kids you know that kind of thing. oh one of those yeah, i get yeah you, I get so i'm you. like oh man i can't believe we're out we're hanging out but we definitely had this whole like uh it was just it was a cool little for a good while it was a great little group of um, I had I'm only like the time like 13, 14, and I and I'm getting to hang out with the cool kids, you know, I'm getting right, right. that kind of thing. Gotcha. It was a cool vibe, and it was, it was it was a really good time in my life. That's really one of the best times of my life. Yeah, it, it was good times, I, dude. It just still trips me out how coincidental it was though, because it was just so like, oh shit, <laughs> and the not just that you knew her her, but she was one of your close friends. You know, and, and Esley happened to be one of my close. Not that just I knew her. In past oh right, life, like know? beyond coincidence, this right. is something just like it was just meant to be. Yeah, and it, and it's definitely like a feel, a, a definitely a mentality to it because I always felt like, oh, these kind of people think this kind of way, and we know what's up, <laughs> as opposed to everybody <laughs> gotcha. else who was just like, oh yeah, oh did you see the MTV Music Awards the other? Yeah, they were awesome. <laughs> no, 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 these are, we we were the kind of people who oh we we liked indie movie, we liked Kevin Smith and Quentin Tarantino, we knew who they gotcha. were. Gotcha. You know, nobody else at school knew who the fucking independent film was, you know what I mean? Dude, freaking Lost yeah. Highway, That I remember that specifically from that yeah. time. Yeah, you're absolutely right, like mid-90s, 96, I think Lost Highway came out, yeah. Yeah, um, it was pretty 90s-ish. Yeah, and, and yeah, you're absolutely right. And, uh, you know, you, you try that, take, try talking to your friends at school, like, oh, dude, have you seen Lost Highway? What do you think it's about? You know, that kind of thing, like, uh, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm watching South Park, Bigger Uncut, I'm like, okay, whatever, you know. Which so, I do like too. Which I do too, but really it's just like it. it's just very you know you know what I mean, right? It, uh, there's definitely a cool vibe when nobody else knows what who Tool is, you know, and you're watching Tool. No, I got you. Know, you. I got you. So I, I always thought that was a cool little um, like okay, so I, I, there's a, a group of uh, a group of you know I, I don't know, like-minded individuals. Like-minded individuals. Perfect. Thank you very much. A group of like-minded individuals who found their found each other. And then now they're hanging out, and you're doing the same thing at a different school, and then it happens to be all related. All it's all relative, you know. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, fucking Lulu, man, I love that shit. Yeah, that, very serendipitous. <clears throat> that was real cool. <clears throat> so, what about now, man? What are you doing? Uh, just uh, working at the law office, and um, you know, just like just like talking about like like-minded individualness, you yeah. know. Like it just trips me out, just like out of everybody there, you know, like. There's, like, not, well, I can't really think of anybody where I could, like, talk to, like, just, like, a general amount of, I guess, uh, movie trivia or anything. Yeah. Like, like they like things like, um, what's that uh, movie with Jennifer Lopez that just came out, The Boy Next Door? Yeah, horrible piece of shit. And they're like, oh, my God, I want to see that. And it's like, oh, man, I saw it. Like, in my head, I'm just thinking, like, I saw the trailer. That is fucking garbage. Are you kidding me? Right. And... And it's like if you were in a place where you're like, oh, did you see the trailer for the Nature of Polo movie? You'd get two things. You you want to be in a place where you're like, yeah, that shit looks horrible, or you're gonna like, oh my god, I gotta. See that. <laughs> yeah, you're in hell, buddy. I'm sorry to tell you, but you're in purgatory. Sorry, buddy. Oh <laughs> man, and it's just like like I don't know how to like talk to them about that. Where you know just 
You almost want to like uh, bring them up out of this. Like seriously, I just want to shake them. Like, dude, are you kidding me there's with a whole this shit? World in this. <laughs> you know, and it's just like you know, it's like like oh, like like at first, the first time that it was brought up to me, it was a friend that you know works in the firm. He's like, oh my god, you had to see the trailer. It's the greatest thing ever, or whatever. She didn't, those weren't her exact words for verbatim. The movie? For that movie, it's like, oh my god, it looks so good. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know, like, anytime okay, I, I out, yeah. hear something like that, it's like from you, so. Yeah. It just, like, drags over, like, oh, okay. Oh, we send each other uh, links to trailers, like, all the time. Fucking, like, ten times a day. <laughs> At least. Yeah, and they, they, they're, they're usually pretty good, you know, but. Uh... But in this case. <laughs> so she sent it to me, you know, it's just like watching it. And it's just um, Jennifer Lopez. I guess she just gets out of like a marriage, or I don't know what the hell's going on. And there's like some guy that just kind of jumped in a scene at some point or other, and yeah. then they sleep together. It's actually a kid. I know this is the one you guys read about. It. Yeah. <laughs> and then just um, she just like walks into like a classroom. That's this is like what I particularly remember. She walks into a classroom like, oh hey guys, I'm your substitute teacher or something or whatever. Blah yeah. blah blah. And then the guy that she just slept with just kind of, like, runs in the classroom, just, like, all super, like, oh, sorry, teach, like, oh. <laughs> and then from there, it's just, like, You could not get like, any more cliche than that bullshit. You're, like, really? <laughs> like, yeah. this entertains you? Like, what is this? Like, no, man, like, come on, you have more brain cells than this. Like, uh, I can count on my finger on one hand three movies that I've liked Jayla Wayne, and that's Selena. That, Absolutely. That you turn you turn and out of sight. U turn, U turn. U turn was an Oliver Stone movie, which I gotcha, mean, yeah, gotcha. Those are pretty the, much the west, well, not western, but it just took out, like, um, took place in the desert or something. Yeah, very much, uh huh. Okay, feel. just uh-huh. vaguely I remember it. But those yes. are the three movies that she's come out in that I've actually enjoyed with her. I'm sorry, what was the third one? Uh, Out of Sight with George Clooney and Ving Rhames. Out of Sight. And, uh, who else is in it? It had a very Quentin feel to it. Uh, Steve Zahn is in that actually. Now that I think about it. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. Is he, he like a bank teller? No, like, no, no. Or the, what am I thinking? The bank teller. Um, there is a there is a like robbery movie in that, uh, but there's a banker played by I forgot his name is gonna kill me and whoever out there on the internet world. Is gonna I'll totally kill me. But yeah, Steve Zahn is in it. Uh, so is John Cheeto. Actually, it's a great cast. I forgot mm. who directed. I think I think it might be a Steve Sonnenberg film. I have to look it up. But it's got a very Quentin feel to it. Mm. Uh, if it was set in L.A., it would be. <laughs> but it's like set in Miami and Detroit. I think it takes place in those two movies. Was it? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Don't look back into it. It's been a while. Mel Brooks. That's what I was thinking. That that plays the banker. Mel Brooks. Really? Uh huh. Yeah. Mel Pretty Brooks, good movie. Yeah. Check it out. I mean, I, I, I enjoyed her in it in that one at least. Oh, you know Michael Keaton's in it as well. As well, yeah, yeah. He's, he plays her boyfriend. You know what? I I know. Um, now that I think about it, this is why I had a Quentin feel to it because Michael Keaton's character in Out of Sight is the same character that Michael Keaton played in Jackie Brown. I'm not sure who wrote who. Or what movie was written that? But I know, I know, I remember hearing this on one of those like movie, you know, those YouTube channels. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was the exact same character. Yeah, really, uh-huh. like same universe or whatever. Yeah, so like same, same. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, absolutely. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, now I'm gonna, now I'm gonna shut this off and go watch that movie. No, no I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, how'd you get into like? Uh, you were absolutely. I'm not even gonna lie. You were my <clears> first introduction to like. You were my first introduction to Pulp Fiction, and specifically, I want to say either Marats or Chasing Amy, one of those two. Seriously? Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I had never. I remember Chasing Amy. Like, I'd I never heard of uh, of uh, Quentin Turner or Kevin Smith before that, so I know, and I remember you specifically introduced me to those two. I don't know how or, or when, but 
Uh, but I fell in love as soon as I, as soon as I, 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 you know, as soon as you you got those two movies, I hit the ground running. And then all of a sudden, I'm going to Vidomax and I'm renting everything made by that guy. Rushmore, man, Rushmore. Oh, Wes Anderson's man. You probably that's a fucking. Oh, I, I didn't. You, no, I no, I, didn't. I think I rented that on my own. But, you got that one on your own. Yeah, but <laughs> but still, okay. So at two out of three, though. Two out of my three. No, my favorite you got um, but yeah, I remember like as soon as I uh, oh man, what what else has he done? And I went to go get uh, Reservoir Dogs. I went. To, I remember what else? Oh my, my, you know how our dads are? They don't give a fuck about like. <laughs> uh, no, this is Ray Dari. You're seven. You're not supposed to be watching this, bro. No? So oh, sure yeah, enough, dude. I'm watching True Romance with him. You know, Quentin. Uh, Natural Born Killers. Why am I watching Natural Born Killers? I remember that. I do <laughs> remember watching that when I was a kid. Like... Yeah, exactly. And I thought it was man. I thought this movie was really cool. You know, that's why I thought. Um, stuff like that, yeah. Do you, how do you get? How was your introduction to those those films? Like, I don't remember the def- definitive moment with, uh, say, like um, Natural Born Killers. I just remember watching the movie. Uh-huh. Don't remember like how old I was or where I was or what house I was living in. If I don't know if you were here in Paramount, whatever. Yeah. But there's just like just these random scenes where it's like, dang, like I don't even know how to like like express like acknowledgement to something like that just because it was just like so out of the norm of anything that i've seen you know like mm-hmm. cinematically you know but i do remember uh chasing amy yeah the, yeah it was chasing amy just because uh i remember at the time there was this girl that i was dating yeah and absolutely. you know she was by and oh really I, yeah Oh, nice. And I saw this movie, and I was like, oh, man, how did they nail this shit? Like, who is this director? Who wrote this, you know? <laughs> what is this? A movie for ants? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, you know, like, it was just, like, one of those things where it's, like, I saw it, and every single time I watched it, and I know I watched it more than once, any time that I, like, came upon it, because yeah. this was before, like, Netflix. There wasn't, there wasn't anything, you know, like, streaming online. There wasn't right. anything online, you know? There was barely, like... Hey, I want some messenger to say like the absolute most, and um, I think it was just like you know movies that you rent or somebody rented, and this was VHS. This wasn't like DVDs. This wasn't like anything you, you can upload. You know, uh, at the time, no, we didn't. But it was just like probably one of those moments where you know, hey, what are you doing? I'm gonna head over. You know, I got this like new movie or whatever. Right, know, right, come right. on, watch it. You know. And I just remember watching it like, dude, what's uh, there, going on right now? You there's know, a like, few movies just, like that that such hit. Such a trip, man. There's a few movies like that that hit me like, where like, oh, they must have read my mind of a little 12-year-old that in love. <laughs> like, no, no one, gets, no, one gets, no one makes movies for 12-year-olds in love anymore. I think I remember seeing My Girl, <laughs> you know, and I think that one would hit me like, oh. <laughs> you know, like, oh. I think like, get stung by bees nowadays, you know? Actually, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Actually, uh, do you remember this movie called Welcome to the Dollhouse? Oh, absolutely. Like, I'm going to rape you at 3 o'clock. Yeah, 3 o'clock. I'm going to rape you. (laughs) I still love that movie. Uh, Heather Mezzaretti or Mezzardino? Yeah, Italian chick. Like, she came... um, What's that one with the... um, Scream films. The Princess Diaries. Yeah, she was in that too. Anne Hathaway. Like, Uh she was like your best best friend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was going to say little sister. You know you're right. Best friend. Uh, well, anyway, I think it's uh, to give her credit. I think it's Heather Ma- Margarotti or Margarotti. Yeah, something super Italian. Yeah. no offense to Italian people. I have nothing <laughs> against you. Molto bene, molto bene. Uh, it, all Mexican names end with Z, so hey, you know. What's so. <laughs> uh, call it? Sanchez, Ramirez. Oh, no, okay. oh, and <laughs> Zaria Z. Is, um... <laughs> oh, see, I'm sorry. 
Uh, anyways, yeah, I remember that movie. Um, uh, I, you know, that's probably one of the first movies that I acknowledged was an indie flick. And I'm like, oh, I like indie flicks. I don't know how old I was, but I remember watching that movie and like, oh. But that movie was really hit to home because it's about, you know, the girl and she likes this dude who's way older than her. And right. she's like head over heels type thing. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it just, it just were like, oh, man. I, honestly, I felt like every movie where there's a there's a kid and there's a love story wrong, like, oh, my God, they're speaking to me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hate me until I was older. Like, oh, you're no, a jackass. No, no, yeah, right, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, part of that is like, no, if, it, if you felt like it was talking to you, then it is talking to you. You know what I mean? Like, uh, who, who, who am I as an older version of myself? Who am I? to look down upon the younger version of myself. You know, that would be such an asshole of me now. So uh, I don't know how I felt back then. Oh, I do. But I'm saying, like, how I felt back then, I was justified and I was right. You know what I mean? The, that kind of thing. No, I got gotcha, you. I yeah, got gotcha. you. Uh, uh, there's a movie that um, I'm quoting a different one, but you ever seen Adaptation? With, uh, they're written by Charlie Nicholas Coffin. Nicholas Cage, right? Uh, Nicholas yeah, Cage. absolutely. Written by Charlie Coffin, who wrote Eternal Sunshine. And uh, what else did he write? Uh, Confessions of a Serial Killer with uh, Sam Rockwell. Oh, anyway, he's known for doing like weird, hmm. creepy shit. Or being Mal- being John Malkovich, he did that. Too. So it's Fucking all like awesome. it's all different, like kind of stuff. Well, he he wrote this part. Um, there's this really great scene with Nicholas Cage is talking to his twin brother, and he's saying like um, he's talking about this girl he was in love with in high school, and that he went up there and he like said a joke, whatever, and all the girls, um, whatever, uh, laughed at his joke and he walked away. And they, that for him that was the greatest moment of his high school life, you know, because. Because he thought, like, oh, wow, made her smile, that kind of thing. Yeah, I get you. And his brother was, like, um, heard the girls behind, like, he was behind the pillar, and his brother heard the girls making fun of him right as soon as he left. Like, oh, my God, what a weirdo, that kind of thing. And, yeah, yeah, And And he tells his brother, like, because um, they're about to die. It's one of those scenes, and the brother tells him, like, um, uh, you know, I, I should tell you that's not really what happened. You know, they were making fun of you uh, the entire time, you know, that kind of thing. And he's, like... I know I heard them and I'm like and he's like well what do you mean you just told me like it doesn't matter like her whatever her name was I don't know uh, Karen whatever the fucking name is like it doesn't matter if Karen felt the love I had for her all that matters is that I had that love for her and she can't take that away from me no matter no matter who she was not even her you know so it was it's just hmm. I was like oh man that's a really really interesting way to look at it you know the love you have for someone regardless if they have it for you feel it for you or not it doesn't matter. They can't even take that away from you. It's there. It's yours. That you have. Yeah, it. exactly. You. It's yours. It's yours to do with you. It's will. an empowerment. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's damn, really that's pretty fucking yeah. good. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I remember thinking, like, oh, trust me, dude, that got me through high school because <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> no, I hear you, man. I you hear know, you. I wish I would have heard it back then. You know, man. it's one of those things. But I, I always like that part. Yeah. We're really going off on a weird tangent right now, but it's cool because absolutely the segue from absolutely movie. not. Like we're uh, good, man. How about your um. What's your favorite, like, writer-director as far as, like, indie flicks go or whatever? Uh, besides Wes Anderson? He's got to be my top one for me. It was always, like, a, tie, a three-way tie for them. But he really just, like... <laughs> you know, it's weird because all three of them are still active. And I wish they would stop <laughs> so I can, I can take one. <laughs> but Kevin's making even better movies now than he ha- ever has before. Quentin, man, he's one of those guys that every movie he makes is significantly better than the previous. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for me, Wes just hits home in a way that I didn't think anyone could hit home. So it's I, I'll still say the three-way tie. Maybe Wes by an edge just because of Rushmore and Life Aquatic, you know? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Always but, Life Aquatic, man. Man, that movie, oh my <clears> God. It, make, it, makes, it gets me, it gets me, man. Dude, it's still like the first uh, Wes Anderson movie that I've ever seen. And I just remember like... Like, who makes movies like this? Why have I not seen anything like this before, you know? Yeah. 
And I just remember growing up with like movies like uh, Caveman. Remember I showed you yep, Caveman? I sure, yep, yep. I really like that movie. Really and you great. know, just because I grew up with it, it's like okay, you know, like it's just like a like a like like a comfort movie. I don't know, just because you know I grew okay. up with it, but yeah. but like I just remember watching it, and it's like the dialogue is it's not like English. They're not speaking English the whole time. It's just like some mock uh, caveman language. Yeah, it really is. You know, it's Ringo Starr starring. It's Barbara Bach. Yeah, gorgeous. Which is like, man, yeah. she yeah. can compete with any girl nowadays right now, for right? the record. Yeah, <laughs> like absolutely. trust me, you yeah. cannot compete with that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you know, I just remember watching um, Shelley Long from. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, the Shining. Uh, Shining. Popeye. Uh, Popeye. Yeah. There mm-hmm. you go. Thank you. Or uh, True Beverly Hills, actually. No, no, that's not Shelley Long. That was a uh, Goldie Hawn. Goldie no, Hawn. that's not Goldie Hawn. True Beverly Hills. It wasn't. Uh uh-uh. uh. It was Shelley Duvall. Shelly Duvall, yeah, there you go, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, sorry. Yeah. you got it. Go ahead, you're back on. But you know, it's like, I remember just growing up in this movie, I don't know if it just has a soft spot, just because, you know, you're so accustomed to something. Yeah. But, like, it's a really fucking awesome movie. Yeah. Just because yeah, there's no, movie, yeah. like, there, there's no, like, you know, dialogue where you can understand, you know, they're speaking in this mock, like, caveman language. Yeah, it doesn't need it either, it's definitely But, like, an you movie. watch it and you know what's going on. Yeah, it's definitely an action movie, and I don't mean action-packed, I mean, like, you're... You're seeing everything come across with actions, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely enjoyed it. There's, there's something about like um, why I think he stands apart with Sanders specifically is because you can get um, someone making like everybody has a distinctive style if you listen close enough, Absolutely. or if you watch close enough. Excuse me. Absolutely. But Wes, you don't have to watch that close. You can already automatically know when it's one of his movies as opposed to someone else. Like, like I said, out of sight, it has a Quentin Tarantino feel to it. And you can kind of tell, like, oh, okay, they're kind of trying to do this kind of style of movie. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, because, because Quentin does have a distinctive style, but you can tell when someone's trying to co- uh, imitate him. Like, oh, okay, yeah, this is kind of like it, it, anything, like, at a time. Anything where it's not, like, linear, okay, that's going to be... that. They're, it's either Quentin or they're trying to imitate Quentin. But gotcha. Wes, he really don't have that. He has a style all of his own. Uh, where you automatically feel you definitely first of all when you watch one of his movies you feel like you're watching a movie from 20 years ago but in a good way absolutely you know what I mean absolutely yeah and then definitely and then the there's bad CGI effects but in a good way you know what I mean <laughs> like it was like meant to be the way that it is right, so you can't right. really like categorize and you're okay it. with it it doesn't take you out of the movie right you know so it's that's a good way man, to put it uh, it's, it's weird because I hate to play him above the Kevin Smith, Quentin Tarantino, and Wes Anderson. I hate to put him above, but I'm going to give him a slight edge just because he, he brings a lot of heart to certain films. It's weird. It's, another thing is, like, I can see uh, Quentin in my world. You know what I mean? I can see Quentin. All the dialogue that happens or all the things that happens, I can see that in my world. Maybe because he's always usually L.A.-based, maybe, and maybe he has a little bit more realism to the characters. Hmm. Uh, and, and same thing with Kevin. I can kind of see Kevin or Kevin conversation, the same kind of dialogue or conversations with somebody or with you, with, you know, or with Elliot, uh, per, my other friend Elliot, a perfect example where we're arguing about minutia. You know, we're just arguing about like, <laughs> oh, well, I didn't think, uh, <laughs> well, uh, Star Wars really is about this or, or the, the Great Lebowski is really, uh, excuse me, uh, the Big Lebowski is really about Alice in Wonderland, that kind of thing. It, yeah, I can see this happening, like the conversations that Kevin has in his world. But uh, but Wes Anderson is a thing where like uh, this isn't part of my world at all, and I like that. I like that this is somebody 
this is white people in middle America having conversations that white people in middle America would never have. <laughs> you know what I mean? This yeah, is, it sounds about right. I guess. Yeah, it's just it's just it's weird. Like the way they're putting it, it's it's people with degrees that are having conversations that are thought of or thought out. It's just it's different. I, I really no, I get like, you. I, get I really you. like makes the feel. Sense. And it's smart. It's it's really smart and really there's a calmness mm. to them too. No one in that movie ever worries about shit. Even when they react, it's a slow reaction. I really like the feel to his movies, you know. <laughs> uh, but the two specifically that put him over the edge for me are obviously The Life Aquatic with Steve Zazu and uh, Rushmore. Rushmore really, really mm-hmm. hits really close to home just because, like, I identify with that kid, uh, Jason Schwartzman. Uh, aside from looks, because we kind of look alike. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember Yeah, that. aside from that, especially at the time with my glasses or whatever. I do. Um... Uh, you know, I was one of those guys that tried to put his hand, um, uh, you know how when they say Jack and Trey's master of none? I was really one of those guys that tried to do a little bunch of little shit all over the place and stuff. Bunch of everything. Please. And I was one of those guys that, you know, love the girl, come back to this, love the girl who didn't love him back, that kind of thing. Very much like Rushmore. And but would do anything to try, you know, that kind of thing. So it was really like, I'm rooting for this motherfucker like crazy. <laughs> like, come on, dude. You can do it. And fucking Bill Murray's in it. So what else you got, you know? Like, you can't argue with that. You know? I got you. There's this you. really cool uh, opening speech uh, from Rushmore. I don't know if you remember it, when he's speaking at the school. Yeah. And it's his first introduction to Jason Schwartzman's character. It was, in a, was it in a church? Like for It, it me- looked like a chapel. Like, yeah, like it a does. Chapel, it does. Which I went to a private school, a Christian school, that had a chapel that looked similar to uh, Gethsemane. Gethsemane, yeah. That's exactly what it reminded me of. Man. <laughs> that's, it that's, does. Like I said, this movie hit really close to home for me. Um, but there's this part where he's like, uh, obviously, um, the character, Jason Foreman character is there, Max, his name is Max, and he's there on a, on a, a scholarship. So it's one of, that's why I asked you about earlier if you felt out of place or di- or different, noticeably different, because um, Jason Foreman's character is there. And he's on a scholarship. Everybody else is a, like a rich white kid right. type of thing, you know. And uh, what should we call it? As he's taking notes when Bill Murray's speaking, he the only notes he's taking is uh, "greatest chapel speaker ever." <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah. that's all. Hey, doesn't he underline? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's not even writing down anything he's saying. He just says "great." Like, like okay, this is not really a note-taking thing. But uh, what the part that he says where he underlines it is Bill Murray says like, uh, for some of you. Uh, it doesn't matter what I say. You were born rich and you're going to stay rich. But for everybody else, tame, tame, take aim at the uh, the rich kids. Um, you can buy, you can buy, money can buy you anything, but it can't buy you backbone. And I was like, God damn, that's a man, great fucking, like, I took that, that to heart. That is great. That really, is really fucking awesome, that to heart. Like, he's fucking right. Fuck money. You know, it's all about, like, you know, uh, you know, ganas, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, oh, cojones. Cojones, yeah. Yeah. What I put from where I get guns from? Oh, Stand and Deliver. Uh, James Earl Jones. He says that to uh, Stand and Deliver. Yeah, when he's trying to teach. Lou Diamond Phillips or what am yeah. I thinking? Oh, oh gotcha. He's trying to teach the kids calculus. So he says guns. Oh, uh, Edward James almost. Uh huh. Yeah. It's like yeah. oh, like um, just that one scene where he like soups up his Volkswagen, his little Beetle, yeah. whatever. He's like out the window, <laughs> <laughs> which was pretty. It was a great team. Did you ever see that fucking brilliant South Park episode? Or Cartman, uh, they're obviously not making fun of. They're giving like I guess I, I'd rather put make, giving a tribute to Stan Deliver. I like an homage. Yeah, but there, it's the whole episode's about that. Like uh, Cartman becomes a teacher and uh, and he's trying to um, teach the kids how to cheat. <laughs> That's it. So he's teaching because he pretends to be a sub teacher and he's teaching the kids how to cheat properly so they can get away. With it. And but he's straight up like he does the balding look. The entertains almost like he's straight <laughs> copying his look, <laughs> and he starts speaking with an accent. Like, how can I reach these kids? 
<laughs> and he's like, I need to teach them how to cheat the right way. It's fucking really, clever ass. I if I could if I knew what it was called, I'd, I'd look for it and play it for you. But it, it, it's a really great episode because he keeps repeating, "How can I teach these? How can I reach these kids?" <laughs> it's really great, man. That's that's to me South Park. Um, is one of those shows that has simultaneously been able to be one of the dumbest shows I've ever seen and fucking brilliantly clever. Absolutely. A clever, clever show. Um, did I show you, were you here when I showed you that episode about um, um, when they put on the three Virtual yeah, reality yeah, glasses? Yes, I did one see that. One of the most real episodes I've ever seen. Um, I mean, just an example. Did you see that episode where the school has to vote uh, for their mascots? I did not. Okay, I so didn't. their mascots, they have the choice between a douchebag <laughs> or or like a, a dumbass and it's literally <laughs> like a like i i'm probably getting it wrong but it's literally like a dumb donkey or an actual douche like so so <laughs> obviously this episode came out around the the, the uh, elections oh yeah and like so you're telling me our only two options is to vote between a dumbass and a, and a douchebag like yeah that's it so obviously they're talking about something else in the way but I, I I love those guys are really really honest on dude they they are man you, they I are haven't, definitely I haven't yet, are. have you seen the book of mormon yet Oh no, I haven't seen that. It's I, a play, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. A play, it's a play written by them, and it's obviously like a giving you the lowdown on the Mormonism. But uh, I've heard it's one of the most brilliant things I've ever. Yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd be really super down to watch something like that. Uh, absolutely. Well, where are we? Uh, Pantages is here, right? You're in the place where we can watch it. Oh yeah, over in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. If her comes down, let's go, man. Matt Parker with it. Matt Stone and Trey Parker. I'm Trace, sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say the other one. So you're probably right. <laughs> Trey Stone, Matt Parker, but Trace you're probably Matt right. Parker. Trey Parker, Matt Stone. Trey. No, no, wait. Matt Stone, Trey Parker, <laughs> Stone and Parker. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's funny, man. But um, you know, like, uh, did you ever see uh Bowling for Columbine? Mm, I saw some of it. Yeah, that was the uh, Michael. Uh, Michael Moore. Yeah. 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 Where there's this part, you know, where he's uh interviewing uh Matt and Trey. Oh, okay, cool. And like over in Denver, because that's where they're from. Yeah. And that's where South Park. Yeah. Is you know. And um, there's this, like, this one part, you know, where he's talking about, like, you know, like, how was it, like, you know, with, like, your upbringing when you were in school and this and that, you know, I guess, like, trying to compare, you know, their experiences with, like, the high school kids that, you know, you know, gunned down, like, the high school. Yeah, Columbine thing, right. And he's like, oh, you know, like, I, like, I was always, like, an outsider, you know, I wasn't popular, this, this and that, you know. And he was just saying something like, um, like, you know, like, like, you know, we... Like, I did, like, him, speaking as him. Yeah. You know, it's like, I didn't have, you know, like, any outlets. I wasn't a popular kid. I wasn't, like, you know, like, really attractive. But then, you know, like, he just, like, started writing about it, you know. Okay. Like, you know, just about a bunch of kids in, you know, as being outsiders, you know. And right. that's, like, where uh, South Park was born. Oh, okay. And, like, just the way they did it in, in the documentary, you know. Where they're like talking outside, like at a like a coffee shop or something, you know. And he's just like, oh yeah, you know, like you know, it's like messed up, whatever happened, you know. And just like you know, we're just kids, you know, just like trying to like do this like social commentary thing. Yeah. And uh, just like you know, they're like talking outside, and it just kind of like loops into like like where they were talking. It just like goes over, you know, off to the side, and there's this mountain. Yeah. And then it just like expands. And then it just turns into this, like, animated uh, mountain. Huh. And it's just, like, uh, kind of, like, leads into the South Park kids. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah. And all of them. And it does this whole thing on them. It's like, oh, wow, you know. 
He's just saying, like, you know, like, you don't have to, like, make your voice known by, like, killing people, you know? It's yeah. Like, we just did it just by, you know, a bunch of fucking retarded-ass cartoons. You know? <laughs> right, right, right. it was. And it's like, wow, you know, it's, like, super insightful because those shows are so well-written. You know, they really are. Yeah, cleverly written. There's like, probably no better show that's more clever than that one, to be honest with you. Besides, um, at least for me personally, there's always The Simpsons. Simpsons will always be number one, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. They just like... Well, I just meant so- socially content-wise, because they really are... Each episode is really telling something. I don't know if The Simpsons are doing that anymore, but they're definitely entertaining. I'm not saying they're not entertaining, but I always felt that South Park is actually... Like you said, he, he's giving comment on social, you know... It is It is all yeah. definitely social. Yeah. And, um... King of the Hill, of course. I love that show. That's one of Just my favorite because, shows like, to this day. I don't know, like, each one of those, like, there's Simpsons, there's South Park, and there's King of the Hill. That you probably, that's the trifecta for me, you know? Absolutely, yeah. because... Where's animation domination goes, you yeah. Anything that I've seen that's animated nowadays, like, just, like, thinking in terms of, like... Like, I guess going to a friend's house, like, oh, my kids are watching TV, and I look over, and it's like, what the fuck are they watching? Yeah, especially, like, the... Uh, the Cartoon Network shows and the Old Swim shows, those are... Absolutely, like, that's exactly what I'm referring it, to. It's almost like, uh, like, the, they're not even caring about, like, con- like uh, plot lines. No one gives a fuck about plot lines. It's just like, oh, this goes here, and this goes there, and they're like, it's like a puzzle piece that came together, because everything's all over the fucking place. You know, that kind of thing. No, yeah, I get you, man. I mean, there's still some good shows, like, I think, uh, I, I do think uh, there's a lot of episodes of Family Guy which were really cool, really good, and I do think, I like Bob's, Bob's Burgers, but... There's something different that sets them apart from shows like King of the Hill, from shows like The Simpsons, from shows like South Park. And they're noticeably different, I think, you know? Yeah. No, uh, Boss Burgers is definitely, like, one of the better, like, best shows. Yeah. Like, just, like, from clips that I see, like, honestly, like, scrolling on Tumblr, mm-hmm. it's not even, like, that, that they play, the, like, the full episodes. I just see, like, just screenshots and, like, just, like, these, like... Little snippets. Little yeah. random, you know, like, dialogue displays. I think, I was I think like, that is fucking clever. I like, think what helps them there is that almost every cast member is an actual comedian, and I, I'm, huh. I'm there has to be have their input on something like that. You know what I mean? And I think that's that makes a big difference with anything you got because there's a lot of shows where you have comedic writers and then you have comedic actors, but they're not really hmm. stand-up comics. In Bob's Burgers, you have the exception of the, all of them, almost all of them being uh, stand-up comics. It's all the execution. Yeah, absolutely. And not just that, but the like the improv or whatever they they bring to the table. Like, oh, okay, that's great. Let's do that. Like uh, Kristen Shaw, uh, John Benjamin, Eugene. Uh, he plays the side. I forgot. But they're, regardless, they're all stand-up comics. So it's a different kind of like. Uh, no, 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 no. Takeaway from comedy writers because you know, fucking, I love Amy Poehler and Tina Fey who are comedy writers and they're fucking brilliant. Or comedic actors, people like uh, like I don't know, bad example, but the friends of ca- the friends of uh, the cast of Friends, you know, they're comedic actors. They're not necessarily comedians, but they can they know how to say their lines. They know how to deliver. Gotcha, it's all delivery. But there's a big, Definitely. big, big difference and a big step up from actual stand-up comics. People who are, are witty on the spot, people who can think of you know what I'm saying, like they have that wit. And they, they just and, like... and they've been doing it for years, like ten, you know what I'm saying, decade, you know, really almost decades. So I I think that's what sets that show apart. Um, you know, going back to something you said earlier about the Matt Stone, Trey Parker thing, uh, you, you brought up about you don't have to make, you know, shoot someone up to make your voice sound significant. Exactly. That, yeah. that reminds me of a brilliant, brilliant quote by none other than Brian Callen. But he said something on one of the podcasts once that a uh, comedian, Brian Callen, um, he says, uh, it, maybe it's not his quote, but I've never heard it before him. 
and he says like you take a man he was actually referring let me put it in context he's referring to people like um in al-qaeda and the taliban and isis okay. that kind of thing and uh but it does apply to all over the world i think this was right around actually when that thing happened in france uh, when they shot up, oh, the uh, bombing for the cartoonists. No, I uh, wasn't bombing. It was a shooting. It was a, uh, the two guys that shot up the like uh, it, you know the you know they, yeah, they hit they up the, the magazine bombing. Yeah, you're right. You. You're right. You're probably there was probably a bomb in there, but I, I remember there was two armed people specifically that went in there and shot up a bunch of people. Well, anyways, he said uh, the quote he said was, um, "You take a young man that feels insignificant and you hand him a gun and he will become significant." And I thought that, like, oh, man, that is fucking, like, he ain't lying. Very profound. It, Very it, profound. And, and I know he's referring to that, but, you know, it applies here in America as well. You take someone who feels like they're, like, they want to make a difference, but they don't know how. And he's he's going to join the Army. He's going to join the Marines, you know, VB, whatever. And he's going to and he's gonna grab a gun, and he's going to make himself a part of something. And he's going to feel, and he is going to feel significant. He's going to part of something now, part of something better than himself. And uh, but I just thought that quote was um, fucking amazing because he's fucking right. You know, you grab a gun, or in the other days, you grab the sword and you felt part of something. Now, now you feel significant. Now you're doing something with your life, that kind of thing. You know, and because if you can't get your point across or whatever the fuck you want to do, if you can't do it in any other medium or any other way, you're gonna do it like that. You know, luckily I think the difference between I think the internet huh. is is that choice. I think the internet. I've said this before. I don't know if I've, you know if you heard me, but I think the um, Johans Guten, you know, the printing press, the Gutenberg print, printing press, I think that was the first time in history where mass information was given to the masses. Uh, not to sound redundant, but, like, now you have a bunch of information that's more avail- easily available to everybody, where they now can form their own opinions and have a voice. I think the internet is a modern-day version of Gutenberg's printing press. Hmm. If you were, I don't know um, if how savvy you are with, like, that kind of history, but, but I remember, you know, I mean, you know I have a very religious background, I guess. But what part of what got me out of that is just reading more. We're <laughs> like, oh, this is bullshit. <laughs> you know, like, not to say that my beliefs or faith, whatever, is um, that like uh, shaking off. But there's definitely more like I'm not listening to anybody else. <laughs> I'm gonna read for myself. That kind of thing. Well, specifically back then, nobody but the priest, in quotation marks, was allowed to read the Bible. So everybody, they whatever the priest decided, they interpreted whatever stories the Bible and you know had for them. Or wherever morality takes was given to them by the priest. So like, oh, okay, I guess that's what it says. So everybody goes to church and they're listening to this guy interpret the Bible for them because they weren't allowed to do it themselves. Huh. And not many people remember. Not many people read Latin back then. People, not many people read back then. The only people that read and write were people, uh, educated people in government. Power. Or the, they were in power, which yeah. meant people in power, which meant people in government or people in the church. So if you wanted to learn how to read and write, you'd go become a, uh, an apprentice for for a priest or whatever, you know. So, all that changed once the printing press came. Now there was the Bible is easily accessible to the masses, and that was the number one selling book. It's still this day, actually. Pretty much, yeah. So everybody began to read and read for themselves, and they began to interpret for themselves. So now you have people going like, "Holy shit, this priest is a dumbass," because that doesn't mean this at all. You know, now you're like, "I'm reading this for myself," and I don't think that means this at all. That's how you get the different factions. That's how you get Lutherans. That's how you get a uh, Baptist. That's how you get uh, whoop the whole the whole yeah, exactly nine nine thesis Calvinism. That's how you get every other fucking branch of every fucking religion ever now, because you have people interpreting it for themselves, which. In my opinion, you shouldn't have it belong to anybody. You should everybody has should individual religions where whatever you interpret. It should be personal. It should be something personal. Absolutely. Honestly, the Buddhists are the only ones who aren't dumbasses. In my opinion, I've no, not, they got it right. They out of everybody, right. I've I read. They got it right. I'm, out of everybody, I've read. 
I think they're the only ones that got it right, you know, as far as the way to do it. Whether what you choose to believe in is your choice, but the way they're doing it is the only ones that, in my opinion, have got it right. And it's part, there's something to say because it is the oldest religion out of all of them. It's older than Islam. Older, well, Judaism is predates Christianity, obviously, because it comes, the Old Testament is part Just of it. Just barely. Barely. And it's the same thing with Islam. Islam has the Old Testament as part of the Quran as well. Um, and they just, whatever. I think it's Judaism, Christianity, and then Islam right after that. I think in that order. Anyway, the one that predates everything is uh, Buddhism in general. So I, uh, they're on to something, I think. No. I think, yeah, at least in I, a agree, way, I agree. At least in a way. Whether you want to believe uh, in Jesus but do it in a Buddhist way, I think that's the way to go. You know what I mean? Or whether you want to believe in Allah but do it in a Buddhist way, that's the way to go. You know what I mean? That, that, that kind of thing. As long as people don't die. Well, man, that's where, that's where like, holy shit, like, I remember Dogma, Kevin Smith film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Where, Absolutely. Uh, where Chris Rock is talking about, like, everything that gets carried out in people's in his mm-hmm. name. Like, bigotry. Holy shit. <laughs> Televangelism. All Tele- yeah, exactly. Wars. Like, holy shit. You guys are. And it sucks because they're really making the masses look bad. Like, oh, my God. You're. Oh, because I... that's what it is. Yeah. That's where everything originates from. It's like, that's how they gain their power. That's how they've gained their yeah. power. It's like. Don't think, you know, just deal with the fuck we tell you, you know. Give us your money, you know, just... Yeah. It's just like one of those, like, sheep things. At least for me personally, yeah, absolutely. that's the absolutely. way that I see it. Yeah, it literally says shepherds and flocks in there. Like, you should be part of the flock. Like, no, like, no man. Like, think for yourself. Yeah. Like, just do that. See, I always justify it because there's, there is, like, a version of the Bible which says, like, to be think for yourself, and that's the thing. And I'm like, I'm going to take that, and I'm going to run with that. Why? Because I choose to... You know, but it, there's a definite, like, um, I remember it started with me defending Islam, of all things. Um, I was having this argument with a buddy about, because um, he's saying, like, Islam is a violent religion. And that's been, the, you know, for the last few years, that's what everyone's saying, like, oh, it's Since a, um, September 11th. Well, specifically the last few years, it's becoming, um, like, more prominent in the news and all this stuff. Like, oh, you can't tell me. And it's really, really not true, because there's parts of the Middle East that are violent. There's parts of them, but Islam doesn't pertain specifically to the Middle East. Uh, Indonesia is a huge, uh, or women, uh, that's another one, that women are uh, less, you know, sub- they're more submissive in, in Islamic culture than anywhere else. Oh, yeah. That's they got to cover up. Like, it's not true this. either. Because Indonesia, who's, which is a Muslim, co- Muslim country, has has had more female um, rulers or uh, in leadership, including prime ministers, than any other country, uh, than any other country in the world more women being prominent and they're an Islamic nation. How does that mm. work? Uh, so what you're really saying is Saudi Arabia specifically hates women or not hates women, but think considers women lower and they happen to be a Muslim nation. Iraq, ha- you know, happens to have women lower in their, in their hierarchy and they happen to be a Muslim nation because uh, Indonesia is not the only country. There's lots of countries all over the world that happen to be Muslim nations and, but, but they still have, but they, but they're also in the fucking modern age because, uh, the, the debate came like this, because if you look, they're taking everything literal from like, no, it literally says in the Quran, you must kill someone who doesn't like, uh, whatever, believe in your beliefs. Right. Oh, it literally says in the Quran, women like, uh, dude, have you guys read the Old Testament, the Old Testament of the Bible? If you're taking that literal, that's like the first, if you're taking that literal, your slavery is still okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you're taking that literal. Gay people are still, you know, that kind of thing, which people do. Think. And crustaceans. And... That's the point I brought up. It's four times as, it, the, it's 
to eat crustaceans, to eat shrimp and lobster is four times as bad as to be gay because it's brought up four times as much negative in the conversation as right. it is to being sleep man lying with another man. Type right. Thing. So it's it's in Leviticus. Yeah. So that means like if I go to Red Lobster, <laughs> that's four times as evil as me going to the gay pride parade. <laughs> <That kind of thing. laughs> I've never been to Red Lobster. I've been to gay pride like there I've you been... go. So so if you take everything literal from the olden days and you bring it up to modern age, it doesn't it doesn't fit. It doesn't work. And if you, and it's not fair that you're gonna make Islam that kind of religion. We're like, no, it says in this, it says in the Quran here. Like, dude, it says this in the Bible too. So it just it's not fair because when you bring up to like, and I was using Indonesia just because that's a perfect example. It's a modern day country living in modern times, working with an old religion, you know, the best way it can. And Islam just happens to be that their main religion. You know what I mean? It's it gonna is. happen to us too. It's gonna happen to this country as well eventually, at least. I think I just people just need to chill the fuck out with this whole. Re- I'm telling dogma, dude. Dogma. Kevin Smith had it right. Exactly. You know, that's Kevin exactly what it is. It, right. it doesn't matter what you believe as long as you have faith. And it, and you're gonna stop taking everything so fucking literal. And we wouldn't have the Crusades in the 1200s. How many fucking people died in the Crusades in the 1200s? You know, it that in that why did that happen? Because of the fall of Rome. Why did the fall of Rome happen? Because they were too religious. You know, everything. Like, it was just this clash, man. Yeah. It was just this clash. Like whoever came out on top, I think they knew it. And is why it was this battle to the death. Yeah. Like, I don't want to kill you, but I think I have to kill you. Right. So. Right. And from there, that's what spurned, you know, just this, like, you know. Uh, actually, have you seen Red, Red State recently? I know you've seen it, but you have you seen it recently? Not recently. I that, saw uh, once. Um, I've seen it a few times, but recently I saw it, like, a couple of days ago. And John Goodman has a great speech at the end where um, he says, because um, obviously the movie's about, you know, uh, the Michael Parks being like a real right, right, right. cult leader based on religion, but he said he has a story about how. Uh, anyway, the quote he says at the end is, uh, "People do crazy shit when they believe they're entitled, you know, to something," which is a great point. And then he's, he says, "People believe they, people do crazy shit when they believe they're entitled, but people do even crazier shit when they just plain believe." And I thought, like, damn, that's a that's a really really interesting way to look at it. Like, he's fucking wow. right, you know. Uh, you, you start running away with things like, oh no, uh, with the entitlement specifically, like, because he's right. Everybody that ever killed someone in God's name believed they were entitled to something, or they just plain believe that in that truth. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 it's just it's really one of those things. Like, put yourself out of the equation. You're literally look at the situation. You're literally about to kill a 12 year old because you think you're it's part of your beliefs. Yes or no? <laughs> no, you know. You just gotta step back. <laughs> Logically look at something, dude. Logically look at something, you know. That's incredible, dude. Really, oh shit! Actually, this is going on a little longer than I thought. That is nice. I, I like how the conversation is rambling away. This is actually supposed oh, to be Jesus. like a weekly update, but who cares what it's supposed to be? It's segueing yeah, into whatever. We're speaking on truth right now, man. It's segueing into whatever. To switch tracks, let's switch tracks real quick and let's get back to a weekly update for uh, for a few more minutes. Uh, how was the week, man? What'd you do for your week today? Uh, this week has just been work and well, yeah, trying dude. to sleep, actually. <laughs> well, you did, I know you were, uh, you did something Friday, right? It's a Memorial Day weekend, so. What did I do Friday? Honestly, I cannot remember what I did Friday. <laughs> I just remember, uh, Saturday for Helen's birthday, uh, we went to wine tasting and then went to Dave and Buster's. Where'd you go to the wine tasting thing? Where'd you go? Uh, Temecula. Um... Uh, that's different from when we went, right? No, that was the same spot. Oh, okay. Uh, Wilson's Creek. Oh, that's, like, that, uh, that's okay. where we went. Because I, I told her 
about it. Hey, was it pictures. you two or are you guys and other friends or whatever? Uh, a couple of other her friends, you know. How was how was the thing there? The vibe there? Pretty awesome. Yeah, like, I know how Wang is. Wang is one of those creepers, you know. <laughs> Before yeah. you know it, you're like, oh. You know, yeah. like no bullshit. You know, that was the second time that I've been white tasting. Uh huh. And each time there were tears shed and. Just, <laughs> stuff man what is it about wine huh? i don't know man like i guess people can handle it like yeah. i've always like been a huge fan of wine you know like honestly like my first memory of wine yeah is uh watching fantasia when i was a kid oh really <laughs> it was uh just that one uh scene with um it was a uh, beethoven's uh his pastoral symphony uh-huh and it was all like Greek hills, there was Pegasus and yeah. centaurs and this yeah, and very that. Mythologic, yeah. And then, like, there was this like particular part with uh, uh, was it Dionysus or which is a Greek one? I don't know if that was uh, Roman. Greek, yeah. No, yeah. no, I'm sorry, Dionysus is Roman. Yeah. Bacchus. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm so sorry, yeah. Bacchus. No, 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 and it was just like, like, what's he drinking? Is that like grape soda? Like, I don't know. It looks purple. It's like, the nectar of the gods. <laughs> <laughs> his ambrosia, whatever. You right, know? right. And, like, I just remember watching it, like, like, I don't know, like, I drink soda, it looks like that, but I don't <laughs> look like that, you know? My earliest, uh, my earliest memory of wine specifically was just from the I Love Lucy episode, <laughs> where they go to the wine. Oh, they're, like, stomping on the grapes. That's, that's one of those pretty... shows, oh my god, talk about standing the test of time, you know? Oh, uh, say the least, man. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, me and Gwen, uh, my daughter Gwen, you know, uh, we watched. Um, um, every now and then we'll go through some old Charlie Chaplin shit, and it holds up. It's funny because because Dude. fucking um, slapstick is funny, and he's the king of that. The he is, man. He and, fucking and is. Up. But I give a little bit more credit as far as like old school to I Love Lucy because dialogue is hard to stay uh, uh, contemporary funny. Look at ten years ago. Would you still if if fucking what's one of the funnier movies that? Uh, any other look at the Farley brothers they fell off right because they're still doing the same thing they were doing 10 years ago or 20 years ago excuse me but at 20 years ago that movie was a hit that, that uh, those movies that, the Dumb and Dumber movies all the movies they, 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 they were amazing mind you yeah. King of the Hill and oh, King of the Hill so Kingpin funny. Kingpin still, still holds up yeah it does, it I does. Think so too. I Kingpin think so too. holds <laughs> up and um, there's another one but there's definitely you know what I'm talking about there's definitely like a thing where like um where like it, it seems dated, you know what I mean? The co- certain comedies seem seem a little dated, especially just because um, comedy is not about the uh, references to what's going on now, that kind of thing. I'm just I'm giving that much credit. Another one or good? Um, I could get. Okay, go ahead. I'll go on this one. I'm just giving that much credit to I Love Lucy because she's able to make dialogue really, really, really funny. You know what I mean? No, uh, I, no, I understand. I get you. Yeah, so um, if you gave me a chance, because um, were kind of the same thing. They're a little bit more like another era. Uh, you know what? This is how to compare it. Like, Stooges were like uh, a 50s version of Chaplin, thank you. And I would say that the Marx Brothers were a version of uh, I, Lucy. Because have you ever watched any recent? Oh, not recently. Uh, not recently, haven't. Uh, any Marx Brothers? Brothers or Laurel or Hardy? Dude. Which are fucking amazing, by the way. Yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, I was watching, uh, it was either Night the Opera or Duck Soup, one of the two, but I was surprised how much um, sexual innuendos they were throwing in there. 
Because a lot of shit is like, holy shit, this is a little... Uh, and it's all under, like, nobody under 10 would get any of the references. Maybe nobody under 15, because the, all the hints they're given, like, oh, all right, you know, all his little, like, I don't know, you know what I mean? <laughs> they're like, no, I don't know what you mean. What do you mean? But you wouldn't get it till you're older, like, older. So exactly, like, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's really, really clever, clever undertones, you know? They're really onto something back then. The the Silver Age, what is it, Golden Age of Cinema or Silver Age of Cinema? What do you call it? Golden Age, Silver Age. Well, you know, the it would whole, it would probably be Silver Age. Yeah, the whole that whole era of cinema, they were really onto something. You know, I, I you know I still enjoy it. It's still enjoyable. If my ten year old daughter, my eight year at the time eight year old daughter, can look at a, a, a something like that, like Chaplin, or I, or even you know either Lucy forty years there. And look at it and laugh her ass off. Like they're they're doing something. They did something right. You know? No, I get you. Definitely, yeah. fucking definitely. And um, just uh, what was that one uh, Charlie Chaplin movie? Uh, I don't know if it was times. a kid. Oh, the kid. Was it Modern Times? Well, Modern Times takes place mostly in the factory, and then there uh, the Tramp, I think it's called, takes place like in a few different settings. Like, he's in a boxing ring at one point. He's buying a blind girl. Oh, he was doing his little, like, dance. One of these. awesome. That skit, this, like, it's, like, for, like, five to ten minutes or something like that. But there's that scene where he's, like, in the ring. Oh, man. That's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Dude, like, I don't remember what movie. I don't know if it was that movie or what movie it was where he's, he's, like, in a bed. Like, apparently, like, he has to, like, move into this, like, piece of shit apartment or whatever. Right, right. And um, he does this thing where he's like in the bed, and he's just kind of like he has to kind of like bounce around to get off to the edge. Yeah, it's so and big. he has this like blanket <laughs> with him. It took him a week to film that shot. Oh, really? <laughs> like that's just what I remember. I remember uh, I learned in this. Um, it was in high school. It was how we were talking about it earlier. Yeah, know, it was in high school. Like this, like we were watching Charlie Chaplin films. And he did his own stunts. I remember that. He did everything. And man. They, and trust me, they were stunts. There's a lot of times where I think it's either him or Buster Keaton, but one of them like almost broke their neck because you know how that. Remember that famous scene where the house falls on him and it, he's like right through the window. The burning house. No, no, no. It, it's yeah. a house that falls on him and he like pokes out over the window, like right as he's standing there. The house goes through there. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember I think, that. I, well, that happened to be like a second take because whoever it was between Charlie Chaplin or Buster King, but they missed it <laughs> the first time they no miscalculated. They miscalculated the angle and it fell on him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck. So, those are those. so there were definitely, and I remember looking back like there, it, slapstick is all about you know you know bodily harm. So and he did all his own stunts. So props to him for that. Genius, fucking genius, man. Oh, absolutely, uh, definitely. And also R. D. Robert Downey Jr., another genius. Oh, for right, yeah. the Chaplin yeah, film. Yeah, absolutely. Man, that shit was of, so awesome, man. Speaking of, yeah. yeah, That's on Netflix, actually, right now. I'm probably, probably going to rewatch it sometime this week. Sounds like a plan, man. Yeah. All right, so we want to recap about finishing up now. Uh, is there anything you want to uh, promote or anything you want to get out of here? You know, anything that I've already said is everything that I've wanted to say. <laughs> well, we probably we can try to get a few more episodes. Save it for next time, right? Absolutely. Um, I'm not we'll sure what in. to call this one. I don't know if we're going to do this one as a, as a special guest or if you want to do a weekly version of this, but we'll figure it out later, however you do. Absolutely. Yeah, but it, uh, but this one went good. I think it enjoyed well. Hopefully you guys like it back at home, listening in uh, your gym or you're at work or uh, or just left it on and forgot to turn it off. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just something to like keep you thinking. Yeah. Just yeah. keep thinking. All right, well, that's our sign-off, guys. Um, uh, I don't know what the sign-off is. 
Auf Wiedersehen. Auf <lacht> Wiedersehen. Alright, guys. I'm gonna go.